Hey everybody, Pat Buck here. We need your help. We just signed with Midroll and we're proud to be here. But we really need you this time. We're not just saying it. Here's what the deal is. In order to support our show, we'll need some help from great advertisers. And in order to find these great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little more about you, the people listening to this great show. So please go to podsurvey.com backslash big guy and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way we can show our advertisers just how great our listeners are. Even if you've taken a podcast listener survey before, this one is specific to our show. We need you to take it. Plus, once you've completed it, you can enter to win a $100 Amazon gift card, as well as, I don't know, maybe the big guy can give you some supplements. Maybe we can do a little raffle with that. I'm sure he loves that and loves the international shipping. Anyway, that's podsurvey.com slash big guy, podsurvey.com slash B-I-G-G-U-Y. Just do that. Fill out a little questionnaire. Help the show. You want us to keep going? Let's start getting us some uh, some a little moolah. Thanks for your help. Enjoy the show. Pet slap my ass. It's time for conversation with the big guy, pal. <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the one, Pat Buck. Happy to be here. As you heard, my name is Pat Buck. We have another jam-packed, new-formatted episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. We have plenty of things to discuss. We'll give away some uh, some supplements, I think. Uh, we'll uh, go over those uh, reviews on iTunes. I'll have our fitness segment, Tips from the Big Guy, followed up with our main event this week, which is... WWE movies starring WWE superstars that we want to see. And I guess you could explain that a little more. I'm just really, really excited over this. We, uh, every week we try to, at some point in the week, one of us will message the other, any ideas for the main event. And usually we have none. Uh, yes. and, then, and then something will instantly, we, we usually that day though, we'll come up with something. And uh, we both had ideas this week and uh, this was your idea. And uh, that was by far my, I, I go, I love it. And my mind instantly started wandering uh, for new WWE films, which I'm really, really excited for my, I did my top three. I think you did your top four. Top four, and, yep. And it is, uh, it's a hell of a main event tonight. I, 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 I'm, I, writing this out was laughing last night um, over my, my number one film. <laughs> um, so I can't, I can't wait to, uh, to reveal that later on. This episode. These are, I have a feeling these are all going to be terrible, terrible movies. But that that's. But I still think if they were made, they would be better than some of the content that they've been. You know, I really, I would, I would say two of the three that if they did would would be better than anything they've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> now I actually enjoyed some of it. David Otunga did a good one. Was it uh, the Call one? I never saw it, so that was one I remember watching. I go, man, that was really good. I need to check out Dolph's movie. I'm his friend. I need to, uh, I need to go find a way to watch it for free online. <laughs> I like the content. I mean, there's a lot of things. Uh, we'll get into the wrestling news very soon, but they've been putting out a questionnaire, and this is part of the news about content for the WWE Network. All sorts of stuff from uh, scripted rea- reality to reality to you know, 
uh, like, fiction stuff, like scripted reality and reality, or this that what that is what reality TV is always scripted reality. That's kind of I, did they I, ask yeah. No, th- there's there's a whole thing. There was you know a uh, thing on on the revival of uh, another ECW thing. There was just all, like a almost fuck fuck yeah, bring it back again. <laughs> one more one more round. Everyone's older. Let's just keep it going. Every fucking five to ten years, just bring it back. <laughs> They're gonna Every, need a fucking Sabu's out coming out and, on a wheeler and like just a walker. Everybody Van Dam's a little older. Just everybody, but they they still go out and fucking ECW ECW. <laughs> but that uh, I, that que- that questionnaire was really uh, legitimate. They had things like shows like great game of a game of thrones was thrown in there as an example like created from scratch like fictional stuff you know what what do people want to see it was an interesting survey that they put out there did you get this in your email uh i actually only saw it on the dirt sheets but they sent that out to whatever research group that they use i'm going to check my junk mail because i i used to get the wwe mail while i was there and i remember i just like it I was like, why am I getting, I guess, because they have the, the email in their system. And, and I always just, I remember I sent it to my junk, but if I search for it, it will pop up. I'm going to fill this out, I think, <laughs> just later on. Put your name and everything. <laughs> Ryback's greatest matches. <laughs> just all that shit, you know. So what's going on this week before we start off with uh, the old wrestling news from our reporters, Gary and Ace. Gary and Ace. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <I know> that's... <laughs> the ambiguously gay duo. Is that... I think I, I think I like that. Sorry, Mike Malero. Your name is now Ace. So that Gary is and a, Ace. We will always credit his name after, but they are they have now just become officially Gary and Ace as our uh, dirt sheet reporters. He is our Ace <laughs> reporter. So yes. that works. There we go. It, it, this is. I can't wait to get the image done up of them. I'm. Uh... <laughs> wow. Great. I love how things happen naturally on this show. Hell of a week. I've, uh, I've got something to reveal. I don't, uh, we've talked about in the past. This is a very honest podcast and, uh, we, we share, we share a lot on this. I have a new addiction. What's that? Deviled eggs. Oh boy. Okay. Have you ever, uh, have you ever had them? I, I'm just not a fan of certain things cold i don't know if that makes a sense but uh, yeah, i like my eggs hot i because they're like hard-boiled eggs they right? don't have or to no? be cold really okay explain i don't maybe i don't even know how to what the fuck yeah. it is so but i've had them many times throughout my life but i've never i i have now became become obsessed with making them two to three times a day um i so the the regular way is to hard boil the eggs and then you let yeah. them cool off and then you slice them down the middle and then you take the yolks, they just pop right out. And then usually uh, I do like a low-fat mayonnaise, mustard, a little paprika, and uh, potassium salt in there and mix it all together. And then you put it back in the eggs. So the eggs don't have to be cold. You could put so them you in the mix the yolk with all that stuff, right? And put it back yeah. in? So okay. it, it's very keto-friendly because there's only just a, a couple grams of carbs in the mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And uh, in mustard has nothing in it. So uh, it is... I finally, I, 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 like, I've gone all out with this. I've ordered deviled egg trays where I store them in the trays. Um, okay. And I, but my, this whole thing came about because every morning I make bacon and eggs. Uh, my, and I, I buy these hard-boiled eggs six to a pack at the grocery store. So I have, the reason why I never was, a, I never made deviled eggs myself was 
the whole boiling the egg part takes time. And then like cracking the shell and having to peel yeah. the shell off. Like that, it was so non-appealing to me that I remember in WWE, whenever occasionally in catering, they'd have deviled eggs and I couldn't stop. I would keep going in there and like just keep eating them. And mm -hmm. so now I, I discovered when I'm doing my bacon and eggs, I go, why don't I just make deviled eggs with my bacon? It's not really hardly any other calories outside of a little bit in the low fat mayonnaise. And uh, I really, really, really enjoy them. And I have, uh, I've become obsessed with it, Pat. Those, okay. those hard-boiled eggs, so I, I can't stop. And I, I, had to, I had to share this because it is, I, I'm telling you, it's several times a day. I just How many eggs have you eaten today? 18 so far. 18 eggs, okay. Yeah, but it's a keto day, so the fats are all right because, and, uh, but I, I love the, the mixing it, and then whatever I have left on the eggs, on the batter that goes in the eggs, I like lick that out of the bowl, like with my finger or with a spoon. And uh, I don't know. I know somebody out there listening has an obsession with deviled eggs, just like me. And is finally somebody's talking about this. No, I think I, I, I get that, especially when you do keto, because I don't do keto every day. I do keto legit five days a week. And then on the weekends, you know, let my hair down. Do you and do I've been, <laughs> I've been, uh, do you do five days straight? Yeah. Five days straight. I can't go that long. Be I have before, but I start losing muscle. I noticed I have to do like two or three days and put a carb day in pretty heavy. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. For me, I, uh, maybe, maybe during the week I might struggle and I might like do a, a carb meal at the end of the day. Yeah. So I did but that I, last night actually. Oh really? Yeah. I was, cause I had gone a couple days and I wanted to go, go one more day. And I was like, I need something. I could just tell. I was like, and I did a big, huge carb meal in it, and I woke up feeling great. Yeah, and it makes you. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of having that. Rob Conway was the one who taught me that. That he said when you're dieting, and I tell that to people too, because there's a lot of people in my family that are. Um, actually, I'm going to be making a workout plan for my father-in-law, but the you know people that just go on diets, I think they get scared because they're like, I will have to be on the diet forever, and it's like, no, you can diet and every i think every third fourth day the last meal of the night have something that you really enjoy don't go cra you could go crazy even if you're ki keeping up with the regimen that way you will enjoy yourself appreciate it you will feel kind of guilty the next day but you'll feel the energy and it'll probably keep you on the straight path to keep going and i've always been a fan of that humans are so interesting everybody's different on their like in working out and eating and their eating habits and there's so many, have you, I'm sure you've come across this. And I think a lot of people that work out are kind of like this. They work out really, really hard so they could eat junk food and, yeah. and, and not be in, I, it's such, such an interesting approach and, but I totally understand it. Like when, but there's like people that like have trouble dieting, the way around that is you just work out harder and you mm -hmm. can actually eat more and do more cardio and, and have higher intensity workouts and, you you might still not you're not going to look your best obviously but you'll look way better than you did if you didn't do that and there's a lot of people out there I've met they they go to the gym to do th like two three hours of cardio just so they can eat whatever they want all during the day. I who did I who do, oh Dirty Money from uh, OVW ha, who is hell of a Dirty Money fan. He was shredded, looked great, and I think he was a bit older. He still looks shredded too. And I remember me and him talking about about how like I'm the opposite. I'll I'll just suffer because I'll be like ah, thirty more minutes of cardio or eat perfectly. And he'd be like, no, I'm going to do an hour of cardio so I can eat that bag of Skittles later. I'm like, 
God bless, you know. Fuck yeah. Everyone has with their a name thing. like Dirty with a name like Dirty Money, that doesn't shock me. He's always <laughs> he knows how to, he knows what he has to do to, to keep it going. I so saw a, him at that MCW show not long ago, whatever last year and uh in Maryland and he looked he looked he looked exactly the same as I remember yeah. from OVW. I wrestled him at Global Force for a couple uh couple of loops. Uh so I'm addicted too. I, I talked about it once and people have been asking about it. those pizzas. Have you tried them yet? The real good no, pizzas? I, keep, I need to go. They don't have them at the natural grocers uh, store that I go to down the road from my house. Okay. So I'm going to have to make the trek uh, to, to Whole Foods. What are they called again? Real pizza? I think it's called, Re- it's Real Good Pizza Company. And they actually partnered yeah. up with Zevia, who is our, uh, they're actually working together because... Really? Yeah, believe it or not, they're putting out a lot of advertisements together because if you really think about it, and this may help a lot of people out there, so I said that the, the pizza is four carbs. It's like the size of a microwave pizza, not that big, um, but, it, but it, to me, it's filling. One of them fills me. If I'm really hungry, maybe I can eat two, but there's four grams of carbs. Uh, I think maybe seven grams of fat, I think, I think, because okay. um, the pizza is made of, it's made of chicken and Parmesan. And so, but it tastes really good. They have pepperoni, they have three cheese, they have supreme. Uh, but I've been eating that. Keep, keep going. What's, <laughs> so they, I, keep going. It talks slower. I ordered a whole fucking yeah. case. <laughs> I ordered a whole case to my house, and this thing came. And like, you know, you Wait, get the meal. how'd you order it? I looked on Amazon and didn't find it. They have their own website, dude. They have cartons they can fucking send you. Yeah, these giant fucking thing. I had this I had isn't 20, good. 24 pizzas in this freeze and the way they shipped it so i so i open it up and there's a thing it says warning go get gloves because it has dry ice in there oh and I i'm like u- that. i'm used to like the meal preps where they put like the ice bags or oh no you know, and i'm like fuck it i'm like it, it won't it won't do anything put my hand in my hand was on fire like dry ice was just burning through my skin you, uh, you actually touched the dry ice yeah i touched it, it oh hurt. my god yeah uh, yeah they, that's why they say don't touch it. Well, I, I wanted to get my pizza. I was really excited. Yeah, this is this is a hell of an endorsement for this pizza, by the way. This is I am I'm going to order this. I'm going to have a fridge full of fuel meals and, and real good pizza. That's it. They also make breakfast pizzas that has egg on it and like a little oh, bit no. of a bake. Dude, it's unreal. So I'll eat that. And I've been a big fan of. I don't know if you've tried these. They're not the Quest chips, which I really do like. They're called. Uh, I love those Pro- too. I've been on them again since you told me. I forgot. Ah, uh, Pro. They're called like protons, or pro- they're made of. So they're the same thing as Quest chips, but they're. Uh, the, I like the flavoring. There's like a nacho flavor, and there's a, d- a dessert flavor, and there's Anything seven nacho flavored. I love. It's, it's amazing. So it's six grams of carbs um, for a, for a full bag of chips, and 25 grams of protein. And it's made from pea protein. So I'm sitting there, and my meal will be a pizza and a bag of chips with a Zevia, and essentially I'm eating 11, it is 11 grams of carbs for lunch with, I think, 60 grams of protein. It's just, okay. it works for me, you know, I, I, I enjoy it, you know, I think people would like eating that way if they knew these things existed. Yeah, no, that is, I am, I am 100% buying the real good pizza now, because I, I looked on Amazon after we talked about it, and I was disappointed i couldn't find it and then it's not in my natural grocers but uh i'm hopefully whole foods gets it but question i got a question and i haven't looked this up but i know from watching some netflix things on on healthy eating the pea protein does that contain soy you know i'm not really sure i have no idea that is just wreaking havoc on a male body soy protein is the yeah it raises estrogen and it is not good 
No men, and I don't care what anyone says. You should not be putting soy protein on their bodies. Huh? It is. Oh yeah. no. So, but hopefully, it's just the the pea protein. There is vegetable protein. I'm not sure off the top of my head. I'm going to have to look this up and see. Uh, but I would check because that is not doing your body any favors. Oh no! I'll switch back to Quest then. They 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 don't deal with that. So and hopefully, in the companies, that was just a fad to sell more stuff at one period. Like I said, everything revolves around money and soy protein. That's the new thing. This is what's healthy. No, it's not. It's just what's making them money right now. So it was. Uh, look into it. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna check it out too. Hopefully, it's not. But I've noticed they have like pea protein and stuff out there, and I'm gonna pick one up next time I look at it too, and just check out the soy content because you don't want that shit. Trust me. So it'll tell you that it's from soy because I mean I, I I never heard of pea protein be- until this year. Yeah, it will be on the uh, well. That's like a vegetarian thing, and I get it. And it's and that's a way for them because they need protein still. Yeah, of course. And uh, but but soy is not the way to go about it. And it would be listed on the ingredients. And, okay. And, the, and obviously, the higher up on the ingredients it's listed, the more of it there is. So you know, if it was like the last thing listed, it would be it would be in in an, in an amount that wasn't probably as significant as if it was like the first thing listed. You're like shit. That's the majority of the product is based around soy, but it all depends. Every company is probably different. I, I can't say off the top of my head if it has it or not, but the first thing I think of when I hear pea protein is soy. <laughs> no, I, that, that sounds like a new way they might have dressed it up. First commercial break, I'm running over, and I'm going to grab a bag of chips and see, dude, I had like three of these today, and you know, I, I never go above 50, 60 carbs, but in the, in the morning, I'm good. Nighttime, I just drink my shakes. But, uh, Soy yeah. protein, it raises your estrogen and makes you more emotional. You need to watch out for that. You need to check. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sensitive guy, so. I don't, I don't, we don't want you with high estrogen, Pat. <laughs> don't. The, All right. Uh, did I tell you I was, uh, there's a lot going on. I, I have some notes just for this week of things going on. I was, uh, I think it's important. We've had a lot of listeners out there um, ask me about it. And uh, from the past, what happened to Sonny? We touched on it with the ex-girlfriend. I, I Sonny has been at my house all week. I have been watching uh, my big guy because he's a little fatter than the other dogs. And uh, and we won't go into details, but he he was uh, I, I, he's actually going back home tonight because uh, they're going they're going off to L.A. for a few days to see their family. But uh, he's been here with the little guy and Sophie. He loves the little guy. Like they and Sonny's like a grumpy old man, but mm-hmm. they they play because little guy loves to play and him and Sophie play. But but little guy and Sonny and Sonny like just growls like an old man when he gets agitated. But little guy doesn't back down, so Sonny will like bulldoze him over and like just nonstop playing. So uh, it's good to have 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 Sonny back for a little bit. So part time uh, custody he's doing well. Good. Yeah, it is is legitimately like fucking taking care of a child, mm-hmm. like with it with the. And it's like, here, can you watch him for a week? Yes, every time. <laughs> she she did. She goes, you're not getting a microchipped in your name, are you? She she did ask that, and I go, no, of course not. Wink, wink. But uh, no, I could, I would never do that. But I don't. I, it's illegal to do that, first of all. So, um, <clears throat> the I got an MRI actually going in uh, on Friday for the neck and shoulder for the stem cell uh, stuff. So I'm excited about that. I'm not going to miss any time, but we're going to try to schedule it the first few days of October, the first okay. week of October, and I'll have a few days of downtime, and then uh, I'll continue with my my wrestling and my appearances. Um, 
and all that, but just to give me another six months of healing time in the shoulder. And, um, there's a little area in my neck connected to the shoulder where they can get the stem cells in there too. And just continuously make me stronger. And, uh, like that AR Fox match was the best I felt in probably two years. And it was, uh, I was happy with all that and it was easy. So that like, it's good. It felt, felt good. I told you to like wrestle and not be like in pain Mm -hmm. afterwards. And, And it's, it's it's like I'm very thankful. It's honestly like getting a new. If this was o- like over two years ago, I would just have to deal with this and whatnot. And and like I told you before, I think it gives me another like. We're really lucky to live in the period we do, but like um, the old time guys, the ex wrestlers that get addicted to pain pills and stuff, I understand it much better now from like the pain and and obviously it's good with WWE and the wellness program and all that. How it kind of it, it protects against that stuff and whatnot, but those guys didn't have any of that back then. They had, mm-hmm. and we've, we've advanced in, in stuff as a society and in the, me, in, in the uh, medical field and whatnot. So, uh, but not that I would ever turn to that, but like I have to take ibuprofen and had to take it quite a bit. But I was like, you know, you hear about guys getting caught up on pain pills and it's like, shit, like would I, if this didn't exist in five years, would that be me? Would I need that? And not to say that I would, abuse them or anything but like would i need those to function i don't know so it was just made it makes you think man i was just like fuck i just I'm extremely lucky and uh it feels good to feel good again i thought about i had a conversation with a group of guys once we were all thinking about how we would be like if we were around during the territory days and like someone's like okay i'd, oh. I'd probably <laughs> i'd be uh you know, in worse shape or, you know, addicted to something. One guy, one guy flat out said, I'd be dead. He's like, I a hundred percent would, would, would be dead. Just a yeah. different, you know, I would probably be 350 pounds and the largest man in the history of professional wrestling. And just, <laughs> just horrible. And there were no wind, no stamina. I wouldn't know about burpees back in then. I just cheeseburgers and beers and fucking gas gas yeah. power bombs. Yeah. What, okay. what did you say? What would you be like? What do you think? I think I'd still be around the same frame, really, really tanned, like incredibly tanned, bleach hair, <laughs> but really bi- a really big gut, like a, like a real, like a beer, a solid beer gut, you know? Yeah. You um, go out all the time. You drink beer and you mm-hmm. just eat, you eat junk food, but you take gas and, and then you, you lay in the sun everywhere. But yeah, yeah. And you get to cover up a little bit of the gut and you get really tan and <laughs> I'd be Tommy rich pretty much same, same thing. That man, he he had a hell of a tan. Yeah, that uh, might be a future uh, main event right there. The best, tan, greatest tans in wrestling history. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I like it. I think that is. Uh, I would like to just go back and look throughout the list of uh, of all the tannest superstars. Uh, Maybe in- we put that with like a date too. Like okay, Savage WrestleMania this or Hogan yeah. during summer. Like they got to have that specific date. You're like man, that's a. That's a solid tan. You, you compare notes. Uh, yeah, I like that. Make it a little more specific because I remember Stryker for one of your shows had a hell of a tan, just okay. randomly. Like, and that you know what I mean. Like he just, you just like holy fuck. He like he tanned his ass off for this show, or just <laughs> and like for and, and I I often think about that. Like I tell myself, so I get because I hate tanning. I hate the process of of going in there and it's like. They have the beds that are better for you now, obviously. They're still not great for you, but they have sure. the ones that don't burn you like they used to back in like the 70s and 80s. Those wolf, <laughs> those wolf beds that are just giving you skin cancer by the second. And um, But I, 
I remember like during some of these independent shows, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tan for five days straight. I just mm-hmm. want to show up with it. And I always do two days because I'm like, hey, it's just I feel I, I go, I don't want to do five. It's so bad for you. And I always end up doing like only two. But everyone, that's like the big WWE pay-per-views. Everybody tans. Not everybody, but some of the guys tan a little extra more. And it's just, I don't know what it is. It's just a thing. Do you ever get a, a, mystic, a mystic tan? You ever do that before? Uh, I did it early on in, in WWE Ryback when I was back, and I would double dip where I would go in before because he'd be home a day and a half usually during that that span. And, uh, uh, love so the double dip. I would I would go tan and then do the Mystic, but mm-hmm. I found that it covered my vascularity a little bit. Really? I yeah, I didn't like it, and it was a weird. It gave me a weird color, even though it wasn't bad. And uh, but I I can't tell you how many I would. This is what goes through my head. I'm, I'd be sitting in there getting the mystic after the tan. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm spray tanning <laughs> my body to go fake fight. Like, who the fuck cares if I have a little bit, like, and, and think about it. Like, just, do you think you, like, UFC guys, man, I got a big fight coming up. I need a fucking hell of a tan. And some of them probably do because they just want to present themselves and look good but it really has zero effect on the actual fight (laughs) yeah do you see like just standing across from brock and you're just like god damn he looks so fucking tan he's gonna beat my ass (laughs) like that's the last thing going through your mind when in a fight situation is like jesus christ hogan's fucking tan game is strong he's gonna beat the living shit out of me tonight (laughs) no nobody thinks of that but but we as wrestlers think it somehow is intimidating or it's again it's just that thing like oh vince likes tan guys okay we're all gonna tan so we win his approval i don't know yeah there's something there it's like on a checklist like okay you know how 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 big is the guy how tall is the guy how good is he in the ring how tan is he like that's on the list of it, <laughs> credentials vin, vincisms of like what he vince what checklist he, yeah yeah the, what does vince look for in a wrestler tan is somewhere up there but it's uh it I, I, I've never understood it, but again, I, I tan. I because I, I feel like, and I think just from a body's perspective, when you when you let yourself start getting white, you just don't feel as in good a shape. It's a bodybuilder thing. Look at look at all of them on stage. We think that we, you know, look. I mean, Arn Anderson quote: "Tan uh, fat looks better brown." That's that was his quote, and I've Arn heard it never, many times. Arn, <laughs> yeah, he only speaks truths. Also, I've never I've never heard Arn say something to me where I was like. Man, that that that's fucking really off, or that's wrong. Like it's always somewhere in the neighborhood of being absolutely fucking true, and uh, and he has many one-liners as anybody who knows. And I feel like they're all just pretty much spot on. And that that one is again one of them. Speaking of Mister Olympia, was just uh, in Vegas this past week. Do you do you follow any of that or no? Uh, I think who won? Phil Heath, right? Phil Heath was uh, awarded. Uh, again, his seventh Mr. Olympia, I believe. And um, I stay away from all that. Like I, and I, I, did, I go back and forth if I want to do these bodybuilding expos mm-hmm. and bring Feed Me More Nutrition to them, and I can't justify it. One, it, it's just like this, I'm in the supplement industry, but it's entirely the majority of the supplement companies, the number one thing they do is they use steroid bodybuilders to endorse their products. Mm-hmm. If you, if, are you are you familiar with that? Have you seen oh, that? You could, I could see that. I could clearly yeah. see that. Sure. Which is why I don't do sponsored and, and do that because like, and I have guys that have messaged me and I know they're using stuff and I just no, I can't. 
and, and people are going, well, you use steroids. No, I don't, you dumb motherfuckers. It's, it's just an, it, it's disturbing to me because it, it just, the health and fitness industry should not be related to steroids. And that's why I was always telling you, like, Rock and those guys being affiliated with it. It blows my mind. I just don't get it. I don't, it's just, um, I follow it still a little bit where I'll, like, I'll, I'll catch a thing here and there because I, I like what Cutler's doing from an entrepreneur standpoint. Jay Cutler, the four-time Mr. O, who's in Vegas also. and uh, But that doesn't like erase the, like, it's an entire thing built around drugs. And I just don't, not to say that people don't work hard or whatnot, but it's, uh, it's in Vegas every year. And, and, and Phil Heath, though, like, he's, he looked amazing from everything I saw. I actually put it on Amazon, had it... Um, Amazon actually hosted it on for Prime members on Amazon. Okay. And I was able to, I put it on the TV and watched a little bit of it and whatnot. And I was just, it's, uh, I get it. And it's just weird how that is. I, I always thought like over the years, bodybuilding would get away from that at some point. Or It's, or, it's getting worse, right? It's getting worse. And I've said this, it's, and the guys are dying. And it's like, you can't, there's no restrictions on it. It's not like you you say, all right, guys, here are the drugs you're allowed to use and the amounts you're allowed to use. We're going to test you. If you, if you test over these amounts, mm-hmm. you, it's like where it would kind of put some restrict. You need to put restrictions on it if you're going to allow it one way or the other because in their minds, they can't go back to natural because guys look, even though you could look fucking amazing natural, they think you have to, well, this is what people are used to. Well, you got to take steps back in order to go forward and whatnot, but it's, it's just out of hand, and so what you have is just guys that don't have as good of genetics or whatever, or this guy's doing that, and they hear he's doing this, so they just do way more. Sure. And, it's, and guys die because mm-hmm. it's, it's just it, – you can't – there's no limitations on it. So, but, so I kind of just am like against – and I get it. It's cool like to some people to – they look like these cartoon figures, but like you can look like cartoon figures without it mm-hmm. if you actually – and it's just – it sucks, so um, – but yeah, that took place this year. But I, I stayed away from all of it. I it just it brings out all the freaks in the world come here for that. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of I think a lot of people get into get into fitness or bodybuilding, um, or, or you see like I don't know. I'm not saying they're in a, a bad group, but uh, you just see a lot of bad. Every gym, every time I go, I go to a gym, I see like something that I don't want to see, where I see like a yeah. person acting out in a certain way or carrying themselves and overhear the conversations about what they're using and what they're taking. And it's like, holy shit. Like, it's like mind blowing. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I was listening to Frank Zane's one of my favorite bodybuilders from like the golden era. And yeah, who was a smaller guy that won a lot of competitions for symmetry and, and, you know, wasn't one of the bigger dudes. He's like, it used to be about how hard you train, how hard you diet. And now it's really about how much drugs you use and, and a little bit about how you train and a little bit about how you diet. And it's like, Oh, that kind of sucks. I don't know. It, when you ultimately break it down from a psychological standpoint, though, it all comes from insecurities. Yeah, it does. It's all, it, it all does. And, it, sure. and there's not to say then that, not to bash that, but that's what it comes down to. And you say, you got to get past that. I know because I was there at one point early on in my life. And it's just, I wish we could get away from it. And I, but the way you get away from it is you have to have the big organizations have to be the ones that get away from it because that trickles down and those are the kids you're influencing and whatnot. And I told a thing like Arnold, I love Arnold, but in early on in my life, 
It was, oh, Arnold did steroids. He was really successful. So I could do steroids and be really successful too. That's how, and that, that influenced a shit ton of people. That, that mindset that he had carried over because, because it worked for him during that period. Mm-hmm. And they weren't illegal then and then and whatnot. And not, it's not even a question about being legal or illegal. There's just so many, it's about being healthy. And I just think, uh, I don't know. I just, I wish these, some of these places would, would take the, the correct steps, but everything revolves around money and uh, they keep doing what sells, so. All right. Well, speaking about money, should we uh, plug some of our stuff so we have some? I'm totally cool that you're actually uh, up for a song, your song for the week. All right. Song of the week. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot this week. I, well, I did. I, I booked a lot of things. For, I, I booked fucking 15 flights this week. Uh, dealt with all different venues. Trained the youth. I was a real working man from my, from my own desk. So with that being said, Dolly Parton, nine to five, will be the song of the week. <laughs> oh, that got me. I don't know why. It's uh, a great song. Great tune. I, it's on my workout playlist, I swear to God. Uh, I like these because I go back, if, like the, the Chariots of Fire song. Uh, <laughs> I, I went and downloaded it. I listened to it at the gym. It just, I forgot. Like, I just, it, you got your phone and constantly updating the playlist. So uh, I look forward to these every week. I feel like you've not downloaded one of my songs yet. Uh, nope, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. For all fan mail for the big guy Ryback or Feed Me More Nutrition uh, inquiries or anything of that nature, P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Feed Me More Nutrition available on Amazon, feedmemore.com. And in Las Vegas at Spartan Nutrition in North Las Vegas, in Wise Chiropractic in South Las Vegas. Order just got shipped out here uh, to Latham, New York, ABC Fitness. They are going to be now carrying, if you're near the Albany area in New York, check out ABC Fitness. They are now carrying uh, some of the Feed Me More Nutrition products as well. Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, the motivational book by the big guy Ryback. Available on Amazon in paperback, Kindle, and Audible form. We have the new Feed Me More Nutrition workout shorts and pants on FeedMeMore.com. And check out the Feed Me More goal boards on Amazon, $14.99 right now. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service. Save 10% with discount code TheBigGuyFuelMeals.com. Holosync Meditation, the meditation program by Bill Harris, I've used for many years. The link for that is at FeedMeMore.com. The official Feed Me More Nutrition Facebook at Feed Me More Nutrition, and follow us on Twitter for this podcast at CWTBG. And a quick shout out to Nate at Nate at TakedownPiracy.com. If you guys are, if you have a podcast or anything of that nature and you, you see those YouTube videos out there with guys taking content from you and not, uh, not doing it the right way, contact Nate at Nate at TakedownPiracy.com. He could uh, clear that up for you. I also, I got to give a shout out uh, for myself, for uh, the official YouTube channel for myself, uh, Ryback Reeves, Feed Me More. So check that out, the official YouTube of the big guy Ryback. Uh, and that's it for me, I believe. All right, WrestlePro returns to Rahway Rec Center October 13th with the Million Dollar Man, Spirit Squad, myself versus Dan Moff in a barbed wire match. October 14th, Brooklyn, New York, LAX, Sunjay Dutt, whole lot more, WrestlePROonline.com. We'll be back the 21st in Matawan, New Jersey, and the 28th in Crestkill, New Jersey, with Joey Mercury, Evan Bourne, 
and a whole bunch more. CreativeProWrestling.com returns to Long Island October 27th, St. James, New York, with Tyson Kidd. That's right, Tyson Kidd will be in the house. CreativeProWrestling.com for that. And if you want to see footage of WrestlePro, check out our friends at TitleMatchWrestlingNetwork.com. They've got one of the biggest collections of the wrestling footage anywhere. All the WrestlePro events, shoot interviews, women's matches, even death matches. Sign up for free for two weeks. That's TitleMatchWrestlingNetwork.com. That's all I got. And I, I think, too, uh, to put this out there for our listeners, we, we made the transition uh, from audio boom over to mid-roll, and we, we noticed our, our, the, the fan base that we had, there was an issue uh, on the numbers, and we won't go into specifics on that, but, but getting some emails, and you had it happen to you, it turns out a lot of our listeners, uh, and we don't know the exact number, but it unsubscribes you from the podcast. And uh, we are looking into it right now with Midroll and Art19 uh, and, and the new platform we are on. But when everything transitioned from, from the old people to the new people, there obviously something happened during that process. So uh, we'll be putting out a, a social media uh, tweet on that. And uh, hopefully we can everyone, because we have our hardcore listeners and then we have those that kind of get the updates every week on when, when the new podcast is out and Hopefully we can get everybody to resubscribe. It's free. There's no cost uh, on any of that. So if you could help spread the word on that, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. But I think after this, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back. If you're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice ice cold soda every now and then, but you hate the empty calories, the artificial sweetness that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worried about the potentially stupid harmful side effects because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener Stevia. It doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safe soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling water, and four flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. Don't forget to tell them Mark for Life sent ya. All right, we're back. Pat's favorite time of the night, the the wrestling news, and mine too. I feel like Eddie needs to kind of include like a, almost like a newspaper, like a, a news kind of, I don't know, a little background music or not that, not for the whole thing, like a little sound clip. He, he can come up with something, like a typewriter, I, I don't know. If, okay, just so this just triggered something for, if we could have something with a very, um, Eddie, who also who's been on uh, the Big Gay Rybacks, that infomercial show that we did for the Feed Me More merch, um, as the the Big Gay's manager, something with Ace and Gary, uh, Ace and Gary's dirt sheet segment. I don't know, or Ace and Gary's <laughs> wrestling news with the typewriter, but a, an introduction for Ace and Gary. I want them getting credit for uh, for the segment. You know what I mean for the news because they're the ones doing the dirty work here. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, they are they are getting dirty. Yep. Yeah, they're. <laughs> this is great. I love it when shit like this happens. 
It's the Dirt Sheet News, brought to you by Ace and Gary. So again, shout out to Gary Henderson, one I believe on Twitter, and Skitch, I believe it's NM, Mike Malero, Ace, who you're now, who you're now going to be called. I'm going to start this bad, off. Ace. I actually found research of my own, and I thought this was uh, relevant to include in there. Um, a little slap in the face to Gary and Ace. This is more of a feel-good piece uh, or something really interesting about uh, Matt Capitelli, actually. I wanted to give a, an update on him, and I got this off his Facebook. He's actually reached out to the podcast and, and uh, thanked us for talking about it or saying kind words about him, which I thought was really cool. So We always tell the truth. Uh, Matt put up a status that said he talked to his friend Chris Nowinski a few days ago about the research he's been a part of at the Concussion Legacy Foundation in Boston. I'm sure most of you are familiar with the headlines that came out after not long ago regarding 110 out of 111 former NFL players that tested positive for CTE due to repetitive head trauma and concussions over the years. So obviously all of these players' brains have been donated after their death for the study. I've had my fair share of concussions through football and wrestling, and it ironically got to me thinking, how cool would it be for the CLF to study a living person's brain tissue within their research? I'm pretty sure that's not something they do every day, if ever. I'm fairly certain that there's not a waiting list of living people waiting to donate brain tissue samples to be studied while they're still alive. And if there is, I'm not so sure those individuals will be ideal candidates. Also, obviously, Matt's going through his second round of treatment for the the brain cancer. Uh, by the end of the conversation, <clears throat> I told Chris I want to donate my brain tissue that was removed during my brain surgery several weeks ago in case it would benefit any of their research. He thought it was a great idea and wanted to propose it to his team. Over the last several weeks, we've been putting in the pieces and together we finally where it all needs to be. The Concussion Legacy Foundation has received my tissue samples and will be researching them. Research can take a few months, he said. I will update everyone as soon as I get some feedback. Let's hope that this research yields some valuable results that can be used to help others. I thought that was fucking incredible. Oh, that's that's incredibly cool. That's that just that's Matt Capitelli in a nutshell. Just like you know what I mean? That's cool, man. That's uh I that's he's just a good dude. <laughs> it's uh Yeah. But that that's something football players, when you're just talking about that, it's like we talk about concussions in wrestling, and, it, and it, like I've been very fortunate, and I, I I've gotten rocked uh, a couple times throughout my entire career, and it was never a, a full concussion or anything. I'm sure to some degree it was a concussion, uh, but but very, I mean literally no more than twice, and uh, and not not severe at that. But football, these guys are running their heads into each other nonstop. Yep. And I like and I played football in high school and I remember us constantly hitting our heads. But granted, you're not at the speed of the NFL guys. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the helmets have changed that much over the years, have they? They've in they've recent- made they've made in the last couple of years they've made a little bit of uh uh, I, I was watching one of them before. Like there's a little bit, but the, it's still how much can you really do, you know? That's what I was just when you were talking, I'm just picturing these guys with huge helmets, like alien heads. Like that is if that it where it looks ridiculous, but is that what you do to evolve the game and eliminate the concussions? Obviously, there is a way to do it, but that's like us talking about the wrestling ring. Well, everyone knows it's fake. Why does the ring still hurt? <laughs> like, like, how can we make the ring where it just takes away all the pain? Because I think everybody about that all the time, and I still can't think of anything. Like I don't know either. But there has to be there has to be a way. I mean, to, or to improve it over what it's always been. 
because that's the whole point. Uh, I don't know. It, it just it's along that same train of thought, and it's. Uh, but I think in 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 order to solve the problem, you have to understand the problem fully. But I, I mean, the problem is hitting your head. Mm-hmm. It's so. Then the next step, I think, is well, how can we soften that blow? I, and I think the only way you do it is making the helmet bigger. You know what I mean? As far because to make it bigger or thicker, you could put more padding in there. Mm-hmm. And but I don't. Then it's going to be well. It looks funny. Well, but nobody's getting concussions anymore. I don't know. I don't know. But then would they have to put something around the chin because you get hit the you hit your chin, your brain bounces against your skull. I don't know. Yeah, no. That I, I'm looking at it straight from a from the top of the helmet standpoint, forehead back. Mm-hmm. Where and obviously chin is. I think that's a little less frequent than. Yeah, usually probably, when you're obviously. you're putting your head down and hitting that top part of your head and it's and they've taken the right steps. It's just that that over the years you see, well, this is one issue with the game and these are our superheroes that are dying young and they're all fucked up and it's it's unfortunate. But that hopefully I mean that Matt and going and, and getting this back to Matt, stand up guy. He always yeah. has been, he always will be. And uh that I don't think there there's a human being alive that has anything bad to say against Matt Capitelli. Uh, unless I'm sure on social media there is, but outside of that. <laughs> so uh, while we're on the, on the subject, this isn't in my notes. I looked through it, Ace and Gary dropping the ball, but there's a lot of uh, the concussion <laughs> topic has been a big one amongst Baron Corbin that uh, one of the reasons he maybe hasn't been featured as prominently, even though he's still in a very good spot, was that he got into an argument with the WWE doctor Apparently he's yeah. a, he's a part of the concussion lawsuit with the NFL, which I find that really strange uh, be, to be like, hey, I'm part of this lawsuit, but I can wrestle here and perform and I'm fine. I, I I don't know. Is that weird? I didn't even when you a little, yeah. I don't know uh, because if you're part of a what what do you understand what with the lawsuit what his part is in that. Well, I just assume that's a class action lawsuit. So there's probably, you know, 50, guys that have suffered concussions, probably 50, 100, 1000 people, whatever that have played for the NFL that feel that they suffer from CTE or concussion related trauma that are all lumping together with a certain legal group to, to try to receive. Now, the NFL has come out ahead of um, or let's just say they, they, they faced not that grand of repercussions for some of this stuff. They've dealt with it already. But there's always going to be this wave of things coming in. And there's a big one right now. And he's one of the guys, you know, one of the many a part of it. I just think that's yeah. really to go, but I'm okay to do professional wrestling. Uh, and in all seriousness, though, and you, and you, if you really think about it, though, he, and he, he could have very early stages of concussion uh, symptoms and big, been diagnosed with that. But... In wrestling, and you can you could avoid that stuff. And just taking bumps, you tuck your head and you avoid. He's not doing things where he's hitting his head. He's not taking chair shots or anything. But he might. I'm just trying to look at this at, at all angles. Mm-hmm. He he could be, have suffered concussions and have certain symptoms. And in where he's medically been diagnosed with those, where he's a part of this lawsuit uh, for whatever it is against the NFL and he's been able to perform as a, a WWE superstar and have no ill effects or, or the symptoms have not gotten worse, but they might not have been aware of it. I don't know. It, it, it's a, 
I, I don't understand. Uh, it sucks. Again, that, that should be an outside thing, but you always hear Vince hates attorneys, even though Vince loves attorneys because he has his everything. You know what? I, I could tell you that firsthand. Sure. Uh, it's, it's just, it is what it is. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just think it's, it's interesting to be an athlete and go like, you know, if you're, if you're part of a legal something, you're going, Hey, I'm, I'm suffering physically. However, my career that I do now, I'm physically fine. And I, I don't know. I just think it's, are they saying that though? Are they saying these guys, is that part of the thing that it's guys that are suffering? I would think for, I mean, isn't that the only thing you can say really? I mean, I don't know. That's what I I think we need to, I I don't want to give an opinion on it outside of what I like, what I've said just because I don't know the exact specifics of the lawsuit. Like it could be, it could be for various things with the NFL. It could be. I mean, I'll give an opinion just like, I think it's a real funky thing that if this is a legal thing, eventually it goes to court or gets settled outside. So either his thing is, well, I want to be a part of this because I want to, I'm suffering and I want to get paid for it or I just want to get paid for something. And a judge is going to look down at it and go, okay, what about this guy? Wait, you're in the NFL and now you're in the WWE and you're trying to do this. I just think it it's a bad situation. It just seems funky. I think I just figured it out as you were talking. Okay. The real reason why his the push has been diminished a little bit and they are upset is they realize he's going to win a shit ton of money in this thing and, <laughs> and then just quit wrestling. So why the fuck are we going to push this guy who's just going to walk out on us? That is... <laughs> That's the reason. Just crack the case. That's it. Go ahead, you think I'm ma- Put that you out. You think I'm off... Yeah, there's something to that. You think I'm making that up? <laughs> no, it sounds... <laughs> it sounds spot on. If you know... If you're, if you're within the walls, you know. <laughs> I love it when I get you to laugh. It makes my night. Because it's so outrageous, but it's a way that you just know that something would go down. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know how Vince thinks. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, speaking of other things, uh, Starcade. I don't know if you heard about this. Is coming back. I'm booked for that, right? You are booked for Wrestlecade, which oh, is happening yes. the, the same day in the same area. Uh, and there's been so much talk about that. First and foremost, obviously, WWE bringing back what was a WC. It's not a pay-per-view, apparently. It's just an event. I don't even know if it'll be on net. It should be on the network, but there's a lot of mystery sur- surrounding it. I love that they're following me to my indie bookings. Well, that's the thing. And this is the reason. And I'm not like people are like, oh, they're, that, that's, that's a fucking thing. They have booked this to interfere with Wrestlecade's one of the biggest promotions like once a year a big convention with a nice show from AML uh that's the one of if not the biggest drawing events in the south and WWE just goes eh we're gonna do this like that that is a planned preconceived notion that people that's go, okay it's okay to what they can I mean it sucks that they're doing that obviously for Wrestlecade but the main event, I believe, is, is the big guy Ryback versus Double J Jeff Jarrett. So, how the fuck are they going to compete with that? That's my question. If I don't know. If my that's been fully announced. Mat- I don't know if that's fully been announced yet. But uh, well, well, I uh, think we need to we need to announce that on this because we need people to know the main event. You need to know, and, and I'm going to fully bust out the old Skippy strut if you come on out to Wrestlecade. Fuck Starcade, guys. Come on out to Wrestlecade. That's where the action is. There's been a lot of uh, just so much surrounding this. A a guy wrote an article I'd like to read here because I thought it was very well written uh, and informative. It's from the gorillaposition.com. 
Uh, WWE Starcade is already out of control by Michael Melkor. Uh, visceral reactions, fantasy booking, and competing promotions. Is this 1987 or 2017? The word came out from WWE on Monday, September 18th, that the company will be holding a house show in Greensboro, North Carolina, on Saturday, November 25th, Thanksgiving weekends. Uh, all it took was one announcement to be made, and they had the WWE thing, Starcade Returns, uh, from WWE. For those that have been living under a rock since 1983... Thomas Hall explained the wrestling on his WWE News Instagram page. Starcade is an old WCW event which was classified as their version of WrestleMania, or rather, uh, WrestleMania is WWE's version of Starcade since Starcade debuted two years before WrestleMania. And based on that, you can see it's a big deal. Reports are saying that Starcade will return to Greensboro, North Carolina, where the first two Starcades were held on Saturday, November 25th, as a SmackDown exclusive live event. The show will feature two cage matches and appearances from Ricky Steamboat and the Rock and Roll Express. There's currently no word on if it'll air on the WWE Network. Uh, and that's that part. And I still got to follow up because we have the people tweeting about it. Uh, rumors are... Eh, no, there's nothing there. Um, Starcade. I read that. Sorry, guys. Along with the announcement came that card for the show. So they already announced the card already, which is Nakamura versus Jinder. Uh, it says... they they Seen really- it. Seen that already. <laughs> Keep going. They're really putting like a southern feel to this. This is why like this is, stands out. It says North Carolina's own Charlotte Flair versus SmackDown's champion Natalia. Uh, That's happened already. <laughs> AJ versus Corbin versus Rusev. Jeez, have we not seen that a million times? New Day versus the Usos. Oh my God. Zayn versus Owens. Oh, of course. Bobby Roode versus Ziggler. Oh, I like it. That'd, that'd be a good one. <laughs> Hardy Boys. Uh, then it just says, plus the Hardy Boys, Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Steamboat, many, many more. Um, and then... You don't get it? more Southern than Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's all I'm going to say, guys. Really? Taking on the big guy Ryback. My favorite growing up was Razor Ramon. And this is dating back all the way when Double J screwed him out of the Intercontinental Championship. Double J, Jeff Jarrett, the big guy's fucking coming for you. Just know that. So they had a... Uh... A lot of people were upset about that. Fans, of course, you know, people tweeting things like Starcade died with WCW. Leave it alone. This Starcade announcement. A lot of Southern folk are not happy. Um, then there came. Are, the, are they ever? <laughs> I feel like they're a little bit better than uh, us Northerners. I love Southern. Yeah. I mean, everyone, I feel like I'm, the best thing to do is just not have social media, but keep going. So uh, also these tweets didn't help the situation. Um, actually, uh, Cody put out a thing because his dad created the events and there's been no acknowledgments yeah. of anything, you know, hey, this was Dusty's baby. So dear Mike, he put out a tweet to Michael Hayes. Well, they bought they bought everything though from WCW though, WWE. I mean They own all the IPs, yeah. Yeah. But I guess like there could be So here's what he put. He put Dear Michael Hayes, if you're afraid if you're afraid an event won't sell because the holiday and want one of my dad's events, which is part of the reason why people think that they're bringing this back because ticket sales are very low during Thanksgiving, but I found that hard to believe. Uh, they always are. Hayes booked us last year, and I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off on Thanksgiving, and we had, to, we had to cut our holiday short to go to two shitty towns in Kansas City and somewhere else because people don't come out during that the, the Thanksgiving portion. It, it's really tough. Hmm, okay. And it said, uh, you know, if, if you're afraid an event won't sell because of the holiday and want my dad's events, at least book Goldie. And that was from Cody. What was that? Oh, I'm just writing with a pen. <laughs> I mean, it's it's WWE's event, though. In all fairness, they own it now. It's not 
It's a dis, It's just a name. That's all that they're that from a business standpoint, they are looking at this as strictly a name to boost live attendance. Like I and I not saying I agree or disagree with because WrestleCade, they're just that they're just looking at it from a business standpoint, and they they you got to understand when you have that much money and power. They, they, we will crush them. We will crush them. They're not going to crush them. Russell Cade will go on every year. We'll draw really well because me and Double J will be there and kill it. It's going to be fine, along with a lot of other talented people. But it's just it's what big businesses do. There were so many mixed messages in that. My God, I know. I go off on things. I so, just don't. I yeah. My, uh, Hayes wrote back. Cody, you're right. We could have Goldust on the show. What are you doing that night? Do you want to tag with your brother? So and then this led. Oh, they to, do that. What's that? Oh, Mark Carano, if you guys want to do book me for a double shot that weekend, book the big guy at yahoo.com. I'll do the opening match. Uh, this guy wrote more stuff. Yep. He goes, from there, things got out of control, where then it turned into Hardy trying to get, uh, trying to, po- uh, he was putting out things to get him versus the Rhodes brothers and then get the Young Bucks involved. And it just turned into a whole bunch of, social media things to I'm so glad I don't witness any of this shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> even, Ka- keep... <laughs> even Cabana tweeted, can we all be on Starcade? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, cool. I don't really know what to make of all that. that I mean, it's what big businesses do. I'm not even upset. That's I, it's competition. Cool. We will uh, make sure I put a little extra money on the Facebook ads. It's a bit of a monopoly more than competition. I mean, they've done this shit to me too. It just hurts for no. You know, we drew you. They did it. Starcade or not Starcade? Uh, Star Starland Ballroom. You fucking had that place sold out the night they ran the same when I when I was booked there with you with uh and Cody was booked there also. It was an NXT event and it was you know worked out definitely worked out in my favor. But they've you know they they do this stuff and I I just. I get it, like, but it it sucks, man. Crush. Here's the thing: if you're gonna do that, why is there this mixed message though? With you see things like this, but you see Hunter out there going, "I'm going to embrace independent people and promoters too. They're welcomed at the PC Center. They're, you know, we want to bloom and grow." It's like, well, is that completely not true? Because this is going on. So yeah, all I'm gonna say is everybody who's booked on Wrestlecade. All the performers on WrestleCade put twenty-five to fifty dollars on a Facebook ad, and we will fucking draw very well. That's all I'm going to say. And that's that for uh, as far as it's funny because I was actually talking to the promoter of, of the. There's two promoters, Tracy Myers and Brian Hawks, and uh, literally we were talking about about some things involving you, involving Stu, involving some other things, and then he goes, "We're about to like you know seal the deal." And he goes, hold on a second. And it was right when I was talking to him is when he just found out about when WWE announced the whole thing. And I, I could just see it. He's like, this is not good. He was very worried. Really? I think yeah. it's going to be more than all right. And I think, again, if the individual performers put some money on some Facebook ads, it's, social media is very powerful and tweet and put it on Instagram. And uh, there will put the card out, put the people on it. It will, it will be fine. Of course, in sad news earlier this week, and everyone's addressing it, oh, and obviously yeah. we will too. Uh, the legendary Bobby the Brain Heenan. Ar- people say arguably wrestling's greatest manager. Actually, maybe that is arguable, but I think that he's more than a manager. I don't know what you think. Absolutely, I think he. I mean, he's just an all-around talented performer. He. I mean, he's done it. He's done it all. 
So it's I always I always when being younger enjoyed him on commentary more than anything um, because that was my exposure to him during that period and whatnot. So I'm sure everybody has different periods where they enjoyed him more than others. And I I mean he every anything he did he was money. So it's it's very unfortunate. It was. Do you know what what? Because I remember seeing pictures of him and seeing the the deal. Was it throat cancer? It was from. Do you know notes. what it was from? Like, was it from? Did, was he a tobacco chewer, or smoker? I'm or not. Just this, people get it without doing that stuff too, so that's why I'm asking. Uh, all I have here is that you know he he just passed at 72. And the little details: he was having health difficulties since 2002, including throat cancer, which ultimately led to his passing. Uh, Heenan's daughter Jessica Soul commented to TampaBay.com and said it was just his time. She also credited her father with the success of Hulk Hogan. She said, Hulk Hogan got over because of my dad. Heenan was survived by his wife, Cindy, daughter, Jessica, and two grandchildren. Man, it's, uh, it's never fun to hear this stuff. And, uh, but he's in a better place, that's for sure. And uh, his health, obviously, was uh, not in the best, the best that it could have been in the last several years. So um, I'm sure he's in a much, much better place. And... Um, nothing but positive vibes and love to his family and friends and everybody. And he, uh, I'm trying to believe if, if I ever, if I, I don't think I've ever met him or if I can't, did, have you ever come across him? He was in the room at WrestleCon and he was at a table, but I never, I never spoke with him. No, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. So, I mean, that's sucks. It just, it's one of those things where, you know, reading people, uh, you know, best manager of all time. And I, I do think so too, but I think he's like in the top five as far as like, I think not just managers as he could be equally as relevant and as successful in the same, pos- not the same position, but if he was on TV in 2017, I think he would still have the same effects, his, his wit, his charm. Yeah. He had, he, he had a great mind for wrestling. He, he, he could adapt and evolve in any time period. I think it, it's safe to say. There was Which a couple not all guys could. So there was a couple things on him where later on he became removed from wrestling and he kind of made some comments that he, he thought wrestling is dead and uh, the business has been on its last legs. Uh, and it, it or it, it, he actually said it's changed into something I just don't recognize anymore. Like it seemed he was like pretty down and out, but really enjoyed doing conventions and things like that. I actually saw a piece of him talking about that. And I think, again, it all comes down to selling and that's I think that's one of the things he was probably when you watch it's not you get the moves aren't the issue it's the selling of the moves okay and uh I just think it that and again too when you're involved in a certain period obviously all sports everything evolves and changes over time but but that doesn't mean the rules change necessarily and uh I, and it, I think in a lot of the old timers and guys um, who have put their time in and, and given, given guys like me and a lot of the young guys the opportunities uh, that we have nowadays it's, um, and laid the foundation for that, they, they were in a different period than us. But, and it's not to say that it needs to stay the same because it doesn't, but there's certain elements of it that you need to respect. And I think that the things he has issues with, which a lot of old timers do is um, the disrespect of no selling on. And I'm not talking about occasional little things here. That it's just in general of, um, of the product of the way that it is on, in certain, 
not all the time in just mm-hmm. certain certain cases because again it's it's it is what it is as far as wrestling and in going out there and being predetermined and and guys can be like whoa I, we don't have to do this and it's we can just do 40 minutes of no selling everything and people will appreciate the effort and they do to a certain degree but you have to respect the rules of the game that that all allowed us the opportunity to be here, which I don't think everyone does all the time. And not whether that's a good or bad thing, I don't know. But it's I understand his frustrations with it. Okay. <clears throat> Nevertheless, obviously he's, he he will be missed, and it's fun watching his stuff on the network. Rest uh, in peace, brain. Another thing that happened that was kind of noteworthy or interesting. WWE United States Champion AJ Styles came down to a ring, the ring in a the Osaka event in Japan wearing a mask. Uh, he removed the mask before the match, and then he retained his title over Kevin Owens. Uh, some people are wondering, is this a one-time thing for the Japanese audience? What it, what triggers this? And do you remember when masks were a part of a wrestler's entrance, like Vader, Muda, and Demolition? Do you think stuff like this could ever come back? And what do you think the reasoning was behind it? I have no fucking clue. I don't either. I just know I saw him at a sushi place when SmackDown was in Vegas. Him and uh, Larry the Trainer came in and uh, said hello to everybody, and uh, it was great to see him, and we, we said hello and shook hands and gave an awkward hug, and that was it. Who do you think has the best mask ever in wrestling? Favorite mask? My favorite mask in yeah. the history of wrestling? Man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think uh, Vader's mask was always really, really ah, cool. motherfucker. Wait, the uh, mask or the headpiece? No, the headpiece from yes. WCW is what I was. That was usually I would say that is completely ridiculous, but for whatever reason, it just looked. I I wish I was like, man, I wish he could have done that in WWE with their production. Yeah, and like it, it was, there was something to it. It was uh, was that the Mastodon deal? The fucking it was. Uh, and a fucking blue smoke. Yeah. Oh, that thing was fucking badass. It that it, that that's what I was thinking of when you said that. I was trying to get it in my head, so. That was my, I had two of them. That was one of them. That's my number one. And, uh, but with that, I remember one time going, cause I went to a lot of events as a kid. I was a real fucking Mark. And I remember being there with my dad and my brother <laughs> and we went to WCW, I think at the Meadowlands and, uh, we're sitting, uh, Jesus, I think a plane is fo- flying over my apartment. Has there been a plane gimmick? I'm trying to think of the wrestler flying the plane. Has there been a pilot yet? Steve, Lew- Steve Lewington, DJ Gabriel, <laughs> <laughs> just flew past your house with Alicia Fox. <laughs> so I'm at this house show and uh, Vader comes out and we're sitting third row and Vader puts the mask down near us and it's blowing fucking s- smoke. And we had to leave because my brother got scared. My brother wow. was so scared of the mask that he was crying and very upset. And we had to leave. And I was I was not happy. Wait, was, what, what was your dad? Was your dad pissed off or no? You know what? Looking back, he probably was just trying to find a reason to leave or something. Like, oh, we That's saw what him. I was just thinking, yeah. Like, oh, your brother's upset. Because he did this another time, too. But my brother was scared of everything as a kid. And uh, Ricky Steamboat blew the old fire. And he's like, your brother's scared. We should go. And I'm like, it's not even fucking intermission. Like, no way. And I, I just I remember I was so fucking mad. Don't feel bad. My dad hates fucking pro wrestling. And he, <laughs> he took me to one event and told me I'm never fucking coming back to another one of these again. And I was forced to never to find other people to go with me. And uh, 
And he even, he, I think he came to one WWE one. He did, one WWE, when I was IC champion uh, here in Vegas. He didn't come to the other one. He was just so upset over everything. And uh, he, I, didn't, I wasn't upset that he didn't come. He has all the figures and everything. He's very proud and, of all that and that stuff. But he, he wasn't happy with the way the old big guy was being booked at the time. Ah, uh, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite mask is La Parca mask. I think that's up there for me. You know, I always was a La Parca fan with the skeleton as a kid. The, usually that outfit, I, I don't know why, but I, and again, WCW had a lot of Mexicans during that period, and a lot of different guys. Sure. He always stood out to me and was a character that I thought if he was in WWE again, he would have had a better run. Yeah. If, like he just, that outfit stood out. With the chair stuff and like the comedy spots and yep. he could still go and do stuff. He did stand out. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and NXT, have you been watching NXT at all? You check that out or not really? No, no. I just wish is Ember Moon. I just, every time I saw, she does that stunner off the top rope. Yeah. And I'm just thinking she, her back is going to be fucking ruined before she's 35. Yeah. Doing the top rope ass bump. I wish is like, come up with a different move, please. You don't know. You don't, you're compressing your spine and you might not feel it right now. But I, at some point, it's going to cause problems. Be careful. Uh, Leo Rush made his debut on the September 14th tapings. Uh, apparently, it was a very odd debut. He got beat up twice by the Velveteen Dream, who was on Tough Enough, I believe, who was feuding with Aleister Black. Have you seen Aleister Black? That's something I'd rather talk about. I'm, I'm really interested in this Leo Rush story, because. Uh, but I, I have seen a couple things on him, yeah. He's from, uh, is he from England? Uh, I think he's from I think he's from the Netherlands, I believe, which okay. I don't know, man. For me, like watching NXT, it, it's refreshing to see when they get something really right. And they have a couple cool things on the show. But for some reason, to me, he stands out his music, his presence, the way he works. Uh, he, he looks like an ass kicker. He's not like the biggest guy, but he's not the smallest guy. Th- th- there's just something about him. However, I, he's pretty yeah. aggressive, if I remember correctly, he uh, or he, he has that that. I, I'm, he has a lot of tattoos, right? Yeah, t- covered in tats. Yeah. If I remember, I feel like when I watched his match, I even said to myself, "Oh, I'd like to wrestle that guy. He looks like he's pretty aggressive." Like, which would, like that that's always a good thing. And uh, he, yeah, his his style, he's creative, um, and there, there was a presence about him. There's a very cool entrance, which I don't know if people know. Like, it's a thing where he sits up out of like a almost like a. Like, uh, what's the thing you use to straighten your back out? The Like the inversion table kind of thing? Oh, just did it earlier, yes. And he, he sits up in a certain way. And I, from what I hear, that, that it was meant for Undertaker for a pay-per-view, and he just never used it. And he actually... What is it, out of the corner? No, it's just, it's it's part of it. Like, he's he just sits up out of that from the entrance way, and then he walks off it. And that's just what they do for him. Wait, um, hold on, I'm trying to understand this. Uh, he's... He's not on an inversion table, obviously. It, it kind of looks like it is, to be honest with you. I, somehow he sits up like like he's laying on his back on something, and the platform comes up, and he's just in position, oh. and then he walks off it. It's just very cool. I'm gonna have to watch it. I don't. I don't because I don't know. I I'll have to watch it. That sounds pretty cool. But the presentation, man, has been real. I'm like, wow, this guy. I think is gonna be something. And then I noticed they've been doing this a lot in NXT, and this fucking. We've talked about this before. Uh, and the Young Bucks actually made comments, not about this in particular, how people are just, I don't want to say, they they say the same fucking story about, you know, I've done this for 
12 years. His first promo in the ring, he's in biz cash and just talks about how he worked so hard to get there. And, and immediately... Who's this, Leo Rush? No, Alistair Black. Okay, okay, sorry. I see this character week after this ass kicker who doesn't talk, who looks the part, different, aggressive... And then the next week, he's everybody else telling us about his dream and how hard he is, you know, to work here. And I'm like, holy fuck. And literally, I think the segment before that was someone else talking about how this is their dream. And it's like, yeah, it to me, I'm like, fuck, do people not it's realize? almost everybody. It's almost everybody that's there. That's kind of the same common denominator. Why you're there is that it was we, you know, we all grew up watching it and wanted to do it. One way or another, and every the stories are different, obviously, but they're all kind of the same. So, how yeah. much can you do that? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying on that. Sometimes, though, from a performer standpoint, I think guys like to just get that out there. That I, and I, I don't, I don't know why and and whatnot. They, but it's I just know that secret promo I cut where that was. I was very adamant on that. I really, really wanted to do that from a personal standpoint um, because I thought it could help some people. And it did, and that's still to this day. I get more positive feedback on that than any promo I've ever done. But uh, and it wasn't that totally went against everything Ryback um, that you saw on TV. So I, I don't know if it's a performer thing where you just kind of want to show them a different side sometimes. Mm. It, 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 I, but I, I I see what you're saying on that totally. I was like, how many times can you hear that? Like, it's it's almost everybody there is is that's the same story or, or a variation of it. So sure. but I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, another thing with NXT that they're getting behind is... Uh, Wait, the, what happened to Leo Rush? <laughs> I, didn't I guess he just beat up, got beat up twice. I, di- I, I didn't... He debuted by getting his ass kicked? I'll, I'm going to watch it back. I didn't see the last episode. I'm just reporting what, the, what uh, Ace and Gary have told me. All right. Well, that's a hell of a way to make a debut. Wins so, and losses don't matter. Matter. That's what no, they, say. they don't. Apparently, <laughs> that's so fucking crazy. All right, the oh, so uh, everyone talked about Adam Cole signing with WWE, and they actually signed also Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, who obviously okay. they, they all made their name in Ring of Honor, pretty much, and they gave the name to their group, and it's called the Undisputed Era. I think it's a not the greatest name, you know, but. Uh, that's just what they gave them, and that's what they're. They have a T-shirt. T-shirt looks pretty cool, but the name is kind of. And most people have been like, "That's what does that mean? What is why that?" Uh, I think you got to give it time before you uh, see how they play off of it. See what comes about of it. You know, I don't know. It's everybody again. It doesn't matter what you called the thing. People are going to com- complain about it one way or the other. There's always going to be. You're never going to. Uh, uh, appease everybody so let's see what they do with it and if they if they do really good work with it i don't think the name will really matter i don't know it's just i I feel like you could get a good what does it mean Uh, i don't know undisputed error i thought to call them dishonor three guys from ring of honor that are feuding with they're feuding with mcintyre okay that that name's way fucking cooler i'll give you that yeah call them dishonor (laughs) and then people it ties into where they came from and but they're the undisputed era. I, I just think of the undisputed championship, and I don't know. I just I don't see the disconnect. Ah, I that name okay. With that name, I, I dishonor is way cooler from a just hearing it, and and it's simpler. Simpler always is better in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's less words. But we should and, trademark uh, that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you're probably going to give them just like you gave them the great Kali idea, Pat. Yep. You just gave them another one. Thank you. 
Uh, so gambling sites <clears throat> may drop WWE after someone made over $45,000 betting on their program. <laughs> Why? I am still blown away when you told me that w- gambling sites allowed WWE on there. I was I never have heard of this. I did not know this was a thing. Occasionally on WrestleMania, you would see it on like a Bovada or a Bodog website, but there, I think it's still big. And I would like to know from uh, the listeners, the UK listeners, I think it's still legal there and it's on a lot of websites. Do they understand how fucked up that is? They, it's a fake sport that they shouldn't, you cannot have that at all because who's to say, and this is just me making this up, that I'm not fucking in really tight with road dog despite everything that happened with wwe and road dog is in these fucking meetings he's involved in everything going on and i text road dog what's the deal give me the finishes and he sends me the fucking finishes last minute and i text my buddy frank over in fucking israel frank put all this money down (laughs) i'm making this up as i go along guys fucking frank here's the fucking deal put a fucking here's and i wire frank fucking fifty thousand dollars and like and we fucking split it you that could happen because it's fake. Why is this allowed to be better? Fuck those places that allowed it. That's their fault. Right? Like that's. Yeah. You can, but you can bet on you like. Fucking, pol- you fucking marks. <laughs> <laughs> you can bet on politics or entertainment things or like uh, what color is, you know, uh, what, like you can bet on weird shit. But wrestling, man, it just seems fucking weird yeah, as shit you can bet on all that shit because you know why road dog or whoever ain't in the meeting right fucking moments before and doesn't know what's going on you could literally get that information and just do what i said and, and win a lot of money fuck i need to be involved in this <laughs> and i'm not and i'm using again road dog as an example you can <laughs> you keep use saying yeah that's what I'm worried about now. Road Dog's going to get blamed with it. No, I'm just using it because I love Road Dog. I've always gotten along with him. God. What else do I have here? I can't, I'm trying to think of other names in my head. It could be anybody. And I just, God, I keep going to him. <laughs> Road, Dog Road Dog. Ryback uses Road Dog. Yeah, yeah. F- Finkel's <laughs> definitely involved in it. When Finkel has his retirement based around these gambling sites. Oh, my God. Him and Corrado eating in their underwear, eating fudge sickles at night, just laughing. <laughs> placing at these bets. Fucking, <laughs> placing bets fucking at all these fucking sites under fake fucking names. All right. Moving on. <clears throat> it looks as Be- if... Good. Sorry. No, feed me more dirt sheet news. I'm lo- I, this is now having the news from Gase and Ari. I, I look forward to this every week. Gase and Ari. <laughs> Ace and Gary. Okay, yeah. Okay. Gase and Ari. Gase and Ari. We've just, we could trademark those. Yeah, Gase and Ari. Uh, apparently, Paige is working on her WWE return. She's been back in uh, the Performance Center, uh, and that I think her, uh, I think she's cleared to return as far as what the, the dirt sheets are saying. Okay. Yeah, no, she's been out for a while. So, and uh, that's good that she's recovered from. Did she have, she had surgery on her neck, correct? Yeah, for someone so young to have neck issues too, you know? It, I mean, that, again, it's it, it, everybody's different, and you, she's she had a career on the independents before a little bit too. So it's I'm glad she's all right. She's always I've always gotten along with her great, and um, hopefully uh, everything everything works out. That she's been involved in some some shit this past year, so it's good. I'm sure it'll be a good moment for her to return. So 
A little raw recap, Roman Reigns cut his potentially best promo yet with an absent John Cena, calling him out for not being there as Cena was at a house show in China. It said that Cena was doing everything that he called The Rock out for in 2012 and that he was a hypocrite and they do battle this Sunday at No Mercy. Uh, I'd missed a lot of Raw. I saw a part of that. And uh, yeah, I don't... He's. I think Roman's always done it. He's always gone out there and done his job promo-wise. And I think that one... They've done a good job with this on allowing them to just kind of go back and forth. And yeah. uh, and again, it's all scripted and whatnot. And and it's just, or it, I'm, I'm, I imagine, I can't say that 100% fact because I'm not there, but just knowing the way the format is. But he's, it, I thought this has been good. You can't do this all the time with everything, but it, it, it's worked for this particular thing. So, And uh, they also had here, oh, I also think that this pay-per-view I'm more. I want to watch this. Like they're given two marquee matches that are potentially WrestleMania things at this. I don't want to say throwaway pay per view, but no mercy. Like Braun versus Brock and Cena versus Reigns. It's kind of strange, but cool. I guess I'll uh, give you my WWE Network name and password that I still get for free, and uh, let you watch it on the WWE Network. Good. I'm still recovering from my last show, trying to make up for uh, some moolah, <laughs> so I, I could use that. Here's I feel like but, you profited still for two. Did you not profit from two shows or did you lose overall? No, I, I uh, well, that the first one's tough because uh, I have a partner in the first one. That ah, was, I forgot you had the, uh, that was a different show for, okay. And then the second one is, is all me, but uh, should have involved him in that one too. I will, uh, I will get by. Braun Strowman killed Enzo Amore for no rhyme or reason other than some, so, someone just sent them out. Uh, Braun versus Brock is this Sunday. Should they put the title on Braun, or is it too early? What do you think? If they want to make a new star, that's the next step that you go to. I mean, it's um, there's always ways around it and whatnot. But uh, so here's the thing on my thinking of all of this, and I and I date it back, to, and, and I not to not we're not going to harp on anything. But but when I got put in there with CM Punk, opportunity to escalate a star to another level. Mm-hmm. And, and there were multiple occasions on that. And uh, here's another opportunity. And you can come up with a reason. Well, we'll just wait and we can protect him. And, and we could do it then. Or you could pull the trigger and do it now. Because the people, I think that they've done a good enough job with those two. Where it's believable from a, ca- a casual audience member's standpoint that if they pull the trigger on it that it will it will give braun a uh to it will get him to a new level yeah and uh i think the timing wise is they should do that yes sure and uh because brock is brock he's never gonna brock is never gonna lose his his aura never i'm like i'm you you could always get it back because of his background and he's gonna he's going to fight again he will fight yeah yeah hundred thousand so it's I think it's an opportunity, but again, it comes down to is Braun the guy they want, they could rely on from a health standpoint and everything else. And he's pretty, he's beat up on different things too. Yeah. I remember when I, I was there, he was beat up and he's hmm. from the powerlifting stuff and all that. Like, so that, that could be, well, is he the one we want to put this on? It, it could be Vince hasn't had in his head, it's Roman. And, you know, so you never know what they're looking at and in, in the time frame they're looking at. I think you do it for the short term. Because it's not going to hurt Brock at all. 
It's and it will only in in bronze on all the live events and all that. And you know, again, and if Braun got hurt and he, whatever, you bring him back and they have Brock destroy him. You can get it all back. It's so sure. It's, yeah, it's the right move to make. I agree. Yeah. Impact news. Last week, we briefly touched on the Impact Network. During the week, a lot more details came out. Uh, we were, uh, I was wrong in a couple other things. The network was briefly launched to the public, but by accident. The intro video on the website explained uh, a lot what would it be, including pricing. It was taken down since, and that may all change, but the highlights were that uh, it would be all the GFW TNA Impacts stuff with no ads, pay-per-views from 2004 to 2017, Episodes of Impact Wrestling, TNA Legends and Greatest Matches series, content from international promotions that are partners of the GF, GFW, well, now Impact, coming up, and it'll be $5.99 a month. I Only $5.99? Yeah, the price point's pretty reasonable, and this definitely seems like the future of the wrestling business with more Very companies reasonable. putting their uh, stuff online. Do you think there's a big enough audience to support an Impact network, or should Impact work with other indie companies to build a digital version first? Uh, I don't know. I, I think put it out, see what happens. Yeah, you don't know unless you try. Just do it and uh, let's see how it goes. And for five ninety nine, I think you're going to get a certain percentage of hardcore wrestling fans. And uh, I again, the whole thing with Impact, I want. I just think they need to be on a major TV network. And that's and I understand. I think for them to grow to where they need to go, and Anthem, they need to be on a major TV network. Mm-hmm. Pop is. I don't have Pop TV. I and I and I like wrestling and I want to watch wrestling. I'm not paying for Pop TV to just watch Impact because I can just go on YouTube and watch matches. So like it's, they have to look at this and hopefully they can. It's easier said than done, I know, but hopefully they can do that and and grow their fan base. I think they it will do nothing but help them if they could do that deal over time. And uh, yeah, put it out there and see. Let's see what happens. A little SmackDown recap. Uh, Jinder Mahal's Re- rehab, re- rehab, <laughs> SmackDown <laughs> recap. Jinder Mahal is causing a bit of a stir in the mainstream due to his quote. I hate. I can't even say the word. I'm not going to say the. I, I'll say it. No, I, I need to know. Tell me, please. His racist promos against Shinsuke Nakamura. I think the intent here is to point out the hypocrisy of wrestling fans who boo ethnic and racial stereotypes but the execution is way off base he mocked the karate kid kicks he did a funny japanese accent and was racist to the point where the crowd chanted this that's too far uh it was just very weird and could could it hurt gender in the long run even though it's being written for him no they should keep going with it yeah i think so too. they should do they they've just found heat with yeah. what and you run with it that is wrestling and and you the whole point is you try to get your heels to anger people and that they have finally found something that has hit like the sweet spot with this pussified society of people that like, has any, do people go to movies and chant that by the way? Never. No, I do, but this else. is too far. This is too far. What, what were they chanting? Uh, that's too far. That's too far. Like, Yeah. When's the last time that's happened in a movie theater? You fucking keep going with it. And they, I hope for WWE's sake, they don't back down from this and they let him capitalize on this and run with this. And they should use that because, and that is, this is my big thing with social media. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody thinks they can complain and and this and that. That's what pro wrestling is. Mm -hmm. Is it not though? You, the good guys and bad guys to create these emotions and that, well, 
oh, I don't, I don't, I, I know it's fake, but that really angers me. Yeah, because you're a fucking mark. That's why. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then they go complain online. Complain online. Like, I love it. Well, that's and I don't think and it's not. He's acting. Mm-hmm. It's not Jinder Mahal saying this. It's acting. It's like watching a movie and you're just like, I can't believe they said that in that movie. <sighs> well, WWE released a statement saying, just like many other TV shows or movies, ah, WWE, there, Vince. WWE creates programming with fictional personalities that cover real-world issues and sensitive subjects. As a producer of such TV shows, WWE Corporate is committed to embracing and celebrating individuals from all backgrounds as demonstrated by the diversity of our employees, performers, and fans worldwide. Pal. That's great. That's exactly what they... And I hope they continue doing it. That that sounds like an answer where they're going to keep... Vince, I know you listen. Sitting in Stanford, please, don't stop this. That's... it's. This is one of those things that... You're getting heat. Keep it going. Jesus. What I mean, this Joe Rogan. I love it. By the way, you're are you a big listener to Joe Rogan? I sure am, and he gets. I think he gets about twenty seven million listens a month. <laughs> is that really what he? Something I, I like mean, that. Yeah. You know why he gets that many? Because he tells it like it is. Yeah. And uh, and he's very down to earth and a humble guy, and he, he's famous, and but he busts his ass, and he, he's just fucking talented. He talks about this all the time, on just on this society we live in, and and people. And it's just it's so disheartening that 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 this is even a thing the and the best thing wwe and i and i know they're a big business and and they have sponsors and all that but that is that's what sells though that's how you as far as and not saying being in it's not even being racist it's just it's a heel getting heat that's what wrestling is mm-hmm. and people this pussified society can't take it or these this small amount of pussies out there can't take it. Fuck off! It just it it sickens me that it just that's what it's come to. Like oh we we don't that's just too far. God, they're gonna keep watching anyways. Keep going. Of course. Last piece of wrestling news, or actually, yeah. You want to know what too? When Shinsky finally beats him, what do you think those people are gonna do? Uh, I don't know. Go crazy? Probably go crazy, <laughs> jump out of their seats. Huge pop, right? Sure. Yeah. It's yeah. probably the okay. smartest way to get him over, to get people to yeah, embrace because, him. And, and, and no offense, by the way, I've this is no joke, and I think I've, I've told JD this. I've watched, uh, had wrestling on with three different people um, over the, the last few months, and you want to know what one common denominator is when they saw him? What? They all, they all asked me, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah, no, I, I, Lauren saw him the first time and, and we're watching and, and she doesn't, she's like, oh, he's like a really weird guy, right? I'm like, yeah, but they, you know, it, it, it's hard for, the translation's hard, man. Like it's, For the casual viewer, I'm talking people that don't, that are just watching this for the first time and not the hardcore fans, what's wrong with that guy? That, that gives me my answer right there. Like, mm-hmm. so anything to help him get over if that's what they really want because it's their product that's what they so and it will it will help him when he finally wins to have gender have as much heat as possible i just wish people they you can't suspend your belief you're you're watching a fake show but you're really offended god damn fuck off and it's really cool that WWE's main event is featuring a guy representing india versus 
a, the, maybe the first time a celebrated Japanese, you know, main eventer, you know, for yeah, WWE yeah, yeah. at least. Like that's that's huge. I mean, I know we've had Sejiri before. We've had success with you know in the past with Liger and Muda and other promotions, and obviously that's New Japan is New Japan. But I mean, in WWE, that's that's huge, man. So fuck off. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. And I think you just stand by it. Fuck off. Keep, move on. It's, it's stupid. And the last piece of wrestling, actually two, so I'm sorry. Ric Flair, re- the recuperating nature boy, has been reported saying that he will never drink again and has admitted that alcoholism over the years was a big factor in his health issue. Wow. That's, uh, I mean, he, he's had these health issues, so obviously he's been told something and uh, where it uh, hit home. And I, I hope he adheres to that then, if that's... Uh, I will say, though, and just knowing everything you know about Ric Flair, and is he's... Uh, when you've lived a certain way for so long, it's really, really hard to, to stop. But, but nearly dying and having that kind of situation happen, I would imagine, is, is enough to maybe be the thing that makes you change those habits. So it's... I, I, he's very... The guy, obviously, is strong-minded, He's so I think there's nothing he can't do. He survived a plane crash and what else? He's the he's had numerous things happen to him throughout his life and like sure. So I I, I think this is just another in the evolution of Ric Flair and um, I again I have nothing but positive things to say about him. He's always been great to me and uh, I wish him nothing but the best. So and Charlotte Charlotte's always been great too. So it just it's hopefully he. Uh, Everything is on the up and up, and, and he can adhere to that. And uh, my final piece of wrestling news. Have you heard about Chris Jericho's Jericho Cruz coming up? What? <laughs> so Chris Jericho is running a cruise. Why, why, did, why didn't we think of this? <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't they have the Wrestle Vessel in WCW? I feel like horrible things happen if you have alcohol, fans, and... It sounds like it sounds like a great time. I mean, there's <laughs> there's going to be a few fights and uh, and obviously some really shitty social media things going out. But fuck, it's good. They're going to be at the, during the time they're going to be having the time of their lives during those moments. Let me see if I can find the lineup real quickly. I had mixed notes on this, but yeah, he's uh he's running a cruise. I think it's I think that is a great idea. He's so hot coming off the WWE run. And in just booking cruises, Chris Je- the Jericho cruise, yeah. So Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager Cruise, and one of the strangest pieces of wrestling news this week, Jericho announced that he's hosting a four day cruise from Miami to the Bahamas, featuring a wrestling tournament hosted by Ring of Honor, bands, and comedy. The guest list includes DDP, Raven, Ricky Steamboat, Rey Mysterio, Jim Ross, Conan, Lance Storm, and Disco Inferno. When is this again? This is uh, is it happening in October? Maybe not sure, but it doesn't have the ticket sales. Man, Ace and Gary dropped the ball on this one. This but, is uh, wait, they're they're gonna have a wrestling ring on the cruise. Yeah, they're having matches. It's brought somehow. Ring of Honor is associated with this too. I would do that for half the rate just to be on this. <laughs> half the rate to be on the half boat. the rate. Half the rate to be on the boat. Book the big guy at yahoo.com to be around those guys. I would be drunk every single day. I'm not even gonna lie. Just I, I've I've never been on a cruise. I've always been scared of ships and going out at sea. But I figure 
if there's that many people on it, that nothing bad is going to happen. I want to be a part of it. I can we make this happen? Is it possible? I mean, you, you, he seems to love love you. If, if he can, if he can get me, I on don't. This, I, don't, I, don't I don't think he, I don't know. I've sent him a text saying thank you for mentioning me in his book. He didn't respond, so I might have heat with him now at some point over something. So you never know with with what they take out of context on this podcast. Ah, uh, the Jericho Cruz. Yeah, and that's uh, that's all my news I have for this week. Oh. Man, I really enjoyed that, Pat. I was Ace and Gary, hell of a job. You guys are really coming to your own here on on this uh, this wrestling news. But we'll go ahead, we'll take another break, and we'll be right back, guys, after this. Hey, everyone. In addition to being the co-host of this podcast, I'm the founder and promoter of WrestlePro. Dare I say, WrestlePro puts on the best professional wrestling live events in the country. We're also fully insured and licensed. Now, if you're listening to the show, then you clearly love professional wrestling, and I appreciate that. I also have a question for you. Would you like professional wrestling in your area, maybe in your hometown, your high school, your college, your civic center, your stadium, whatever you want? If you're a civic group, a sports team, a fire department, a police department, if you have a corporate event, a festival, any group that is looking to raise funds or put on an entertaining show, WrestlePro is your promotion. This is not your regular wrestling show. Just in the last year, WrestlePro has brought in incredible talent, such as Terry Funk, DDP, Booker T, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Hornswoggle, Cole Cabana, Brian Cage, Jeff Jarrett, Tommy Dreamer, The Hardy Boys, Scott Steiner, and much, much more. Even the Nature Boy Ric Flair has been with WrestlePro and loves it. Tell him, Nate. It's the Nature Boy. Woo! Ric Flair, WrestlePro, the Nature Boy, song autograph. Look as only can look. Russell Pro, be there. Woo, 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 woo. Limousine riding, jet flying. Woo, Russell Pro. Woo. If you're seriously interested, Russell Pro can bring a live wrestling show to your town. A full professional wrestling card complete with talent, eight matches, sound system, lighting, the works. We design the artwork and posters. We help you sell the tickets. We push all of our events all over our social media. We believe in good repeat business. Packages and prices vary on talent requested and their availability. For more information, contact me directly at russellproonline at yahoo.com or simply check out www.russellproonline.com and you can see our past and upcoming events to get a taste of what WrestlePro is all about. I hope to hear from you soon. The following advertisement has been paid for by the big guy Ryback. Are you hungry? You know I'm so hungry, big guy. Hey, Mark, what brings you here? So I'm just here to hang out with my all-time favorite superstar of all time. What brings you here? Well, I'm doing a paid advertisement for Feed Me More Nutrition, available at feedmemore.com. Big guy, that is music to my ears. Do you tell the people about your ISO-hungry grass-fed whey protein isolate, the best-tasting protein on the market, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, the strongest pre-workout on the market, and the big guy, all-natural testosterone booster, my personal fave. Big guy, you're on to something with this Feed Me More Nutrition. It is some top-quality stuff. Well, thank you, Mark. It is Feed Me More Nutrition. Premium quality, the highest quality supplements on the market today. Available now at FeedMeMore.com. But wait, there's more. Just for being a listener of Conversation with the Big Guy, you can now save 10%. That's right. Save 10% at FeedMeMore.com on all Feed Me More merchandise and apparel and Feed Me More Nutrition with discount code PODCAST10. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-0. 
podcast 10 Thank you, guys. All right, we're back with uh, our favorite time, domestic reviews. Reviews of the week. Ah, it's... I love hearing that word. <laughs> First one, Invictus Black. Uh, initially, I turned into this podcast because I was curious to hear about the departure from WWE. And then I continued to, as I continued to grow and listen, it became a good podcast. From the fitness tips, hilarious stories, taking weed gummy bears, and continuous conversations <laughs> around wrestling, the podcast has become one of my favorites. Keep up the good work. Uh, That's number one. Very nice review. Thank you very much. Next one from John V, one of my favorite podcasts. I've been I've been listening to Pat since the show started, and I liked it. Ryback has a lot of interesting stories about WWE and the endeavors at the ring. Pat provides a unique perspective as one of the top indie promoters in the country and a trainer himself. I had the privilege to train at Creative Pro New Jersey. Well, it was weird. I have no idea who this is. For about six months under Pat and his team have no question the best training you can get in the Northeast. Anyone I speak to who's remotely interested in pursuing wrestling, I tell them to go to Pat's school. As a health and fitness fan, I always enjoy the training and diet tips. I love hearing their take on current affairs of wrestling. I will keep up listening. Uh, shout out to Eddie, who does great work with the editing. Apparently from John V, who I don't remember training, but thank you, John. Wow. One of your students. He's not with you anymore, though. <sighs> There's been a lot of them, man. We've had a lot of, a lot of guys come and go. I was going to say, I, uh, by the way, the night, that match we got up this week uh, on the YouTube channel, and you, I noticed you had it out with WrestlePro, Ryback versus AR Fox. I wish, wish I could bring Eddie and uh, Dave, Big Dave, uh, the announce team, to every event that I do. Just <laughs> the constant putting over of me uh, was hilarious. And, it was, and I say that jokingly. They, they, they did a very good job announcing, but, but I don't – it was – I, I've gone back and watched the match several times just to hear their commentary. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good sign. That, that was a no. I say that jokingly, but kind of serious. Like they really, they they like they. I that's my announce team. That's like the NWO ref. Like they're my <laughs> they're my NWO announce team. That I I told Eddie. I said, can I just if I send you matches, do you guys just double over commentary on it where you're just. Because that's the story you put out, whatever the announcers are saying, and Vince does it all the time. And, yeah. and where they're just constantly, Eddie, when he, when he said at the end, shove it up your asses, trolls, or something on the thing, <laughs> I laughed hysterically. I was like, oh, thanks, man. That was really nice of you guys. I appreciate it. But uh, I, fuck, I love that match so much. It was, and it was nothing. We could have done so much more. He's AR Fox is fucking awesome. But, um, Man, I feel like I got to go with number two because uh, it, it, I, I like both of us getting compliments. So, yes, more compliments the better. Uh, What's John V. John V. V E E is the winner. John V. If you can go ahead and email the big guy at feedmemore.com, your supplement of choice. You'll also get a free Feed Me More nutrition shaker bottle and workout towel and wristband. And I will go ahead and get that out to you. Please send uh, your name and address in the email and a screenshot of your review. Thank you very much. All right. What do we got next, Pat? Uh, let me pull up the questions. I know we're going with that. Uh, not that many questions tonight, so we're going to go rapid fire because we ran a little heavy in the beginning. You, so want, you want me to go uh, tips while you uh, are doing the questions, getting them ready? 
Nah, I can, I can, I got them, I got them going, I think. Actually, right, yeah, go right. for that. Sorry, sorry. All right, guys, it's that time again for the tips of the week. Tips of the week. Yay. My match this week is, uh, is it Hiroshi uh, Tanashi? Uh, I believe is the correct correct way to pronounce it. I hope uh, Tanahashi with the with the Tanahashi. The hair. Yeah, does yeah. that? Yeah, I apologize. Versus Zack Saber Jr. Uh, from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the G One Show. Uh, I enjoyed that match very much. Um, it was uh, more technical based on that one, with a few mm-hmm. a few very few high spots put in there actually, and uh, it was just a different style matchup. And uh, Zack Saber Jr. is one of the best. Uh, technical wrestlers on the planet, if not the best. Um, so I, I really, really enjoyed that one. <clears throat> Book of the week this week is uh, Set for Life uh, by Scott Trench, Dominate Life, Money, and the American Dream. Again, just I look for these books, one or two things I can get from it and apply it. And if not, you know what? It, it, it's still it's worth it because I usually get one or two things at least from every book. So check that out, guys. It's just more of a... It'll give you some good habits on uh, getting control of your life in this world that's kind of out of control. Quote of the week. I've uh, got this poster framed, uh, this deal. I saw it on Instagram, actually. And uh, it is, it, as soon as I saw it, I, 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 I fucking loved it. And you might have seen this, Pat. It's uh, success is never owned. It's only rented. And the rent is due every day by mm-hmm. Rory Vaden. And uh, I hung it right by my TV, and uh, just so I um, just can look up and, and see it frequently in my living room. And uh, it's I, I I don't know it just really resonates with me. I I, I get it. So it's uh, you can never you you got to constantly put in the work no matter what level you're at. Nutrition tip of the week, and this goes back to the early podcast. Deviled eggs, guys. They uh, <laughs> I'm addicted. I love them and. Uh, but I've, it, it, it's something with, uh, it, it's a way for the keto diet and it's a way to eat healthy when you, when you use Miracle Whip or a low fat mayonnaise and, and mustard has no calories in it and paprika and some, some low, some sea salt or some potassium salt. It, it's a very healthy way to eat, uh, throughout the day, different times. Not to say you have to consume the amount of devil eggs I am consuming. I am in a I'm in an addiction phase right now where I'm heavily consuming them uh, until I get sick of them, which I don't know if that's ever going to happen. But there's uh, many recipes online, and they're keto-friendly. So uh, get your deviled eggs. Workout fitness tip of the week. Don't neglect your calves. Many guys you'll see with jacked upper bodies, and they have shit calves, and genetics do play a part of that. And uh, But I've always been obsessed with my calves, and... Uh, I always say go for twice a week and uh, give it a few days in between and uh, seated calves and a standing variation. To, uh, so I'll do seated calves one day of the week and then like a standing or a donkey calf, something more of a straight legged calf exercise to kind of hit, it hits all the different muscle bellies in the calf and uh, they respond really well to, to more frequent training because they're used to us walking on them all the time. And uh, just don't neglect your calves, even if you do them once a week. Do half your sets seated, the other half standing or donkey, or a or a variation of a seated, straight legged calf extension. And uh, as always, don't when you're when you're when you're working out your muscles, 
it's so important to actually squeeze and hold that contraction, even if it's just for a second, but really fucking squeeze that muscle and concentrate while you're doing it. It, uh, and don't be on your phone looking on fucking Twitter while you're working out, fucking work out and focus on the muscle. And, uh, I'm telling you, it'll make all the difference. That's my tips of the week. All right. Very good. We'll get into some rapid fire questions starting off. From Broken Lou NYR30 on Twitter. Oh boy. When when trying to cultivate mass, is it better to eat junk than nothing if stuck in a situation where there's no good options available? Uh I that sounds like a question looking for an answer to tell him to eat junk so that he can eat junk uh, more than anything. Uh there's always an option to eat healthy, uh, one way or another. So I, I feel like that's a really shitty question on a way to like he wants to be told no no go ahead buddy you're you're trying to gain mass eat junk. Um, I think he's I've, a very thin man too. I think that might be it too. Like is, is it better to you is know that way you like, okay? And again, if you're a hard gainer, and so here's the deal: some people and genetics are so important. There are humans that are born with the ectomorph body that are just very thin. And can eat all day long and not put on any fucking weight because their metabolism is so high. Yeah. And then, and then there's people that have soup, they're more of an endomorph that have a slower metabolism that don't have to eat a lot and they just stay big. It is that it is a very real thing. And um it you gotta you gotta go with what you're fucking given. And uh mm-hmm. and, and again, if you're trying to get to to put on a little more weight, then, then yeah, you need to consume more calories, but you also have to look at it from a health standpoint. If you're eating all these fries and chicken nuggets and fried burgers and, and, and just all these carbs all the time, you, if you're going to do that, get your blood work done pretty frequently just to make sure everything's in check. And that's, but, but for you're a hard gainer and, and in all seriousness, what's probably going to happen is the moment you stop that, you're going to lose that all really quickly. It's just be shredded and fucking embrace the thinness. That is what you are. Go do jujitsu and fucking just be happy. I don't know. It's that's just, everybody's different on that. Okay. Uh, that was a very rapid fire. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I feel the need to give that. I understand his concern because I've dealt with, I've seen guys like that and I understand. I got a question from Christopher Vinson. Uh, on Twitter, what is the name of Pat Buck's finishing move? Uh, the full Nelson. Moving on, Mike I White. I don't really have one. I don't know. Uh, been using landstorms like roll through crab or a frog splash or a cutter that's a code breaker, which I'm pretty sure someone will steal eventually, which I Wait. stole from someone. Really? So you do a cutter, right? You know, you hold them, but you put your knees up like a code breaker. It's just a simple thing that's real quick. Ah, got it. That's not, not bad. Yeah. So. Stolen from Mike Dell. Not as uh, impressive as my gorilla press cutter. I was surprised. I thought you weren't pressing people, and then I saw you press them. I that I did the throw, so I didn't hold him, so I didn't get the. If I would have held him up there, my shoulder would have grinded. So oh, I just so you threw just toss. Yeah, that was my way okay. around it. Yeah, and he was good enough right. to do it. So I got a question. Mike I White on Twitter. Are you guys Who's looking that? for writers? Are you guys looking for writers for your podcast? I don't know. Shoot me an email. Write some stuff up. We'll see what happens. Wait, uh, hold on. How do you write like writers for a pod? Jesus. No, I'm going to take care of this right now. Mike, I love you. You're a great fan and a great follower. Fuck no. I've dealt with writers. How long? 
I don't. This is, I enjoy well, the news part. The news oh, part. Okay, that's what he means. Reporters. I apologize. I take back everything I just said. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, what was what else? Oh, is there a difference between white and brown rice regarding nutrition and blood sugar levels? Yeah, white rice uh, spikes your insulin much, much faster. Brown rice is digested slower. It's a little, it's a easy. My little guy just came over. He wanted a little love. He's he's been good all night. But uh, he's finally over here. But yeah, brown. Honestly, the only time to consume white rice is uh, upon waking up in the morning or after a workout is when I would ch- or hard physical exercise of some sorts. Okay, that is our questions. Believe it or not, we are done with that. <laughs> All right, no, no questions are questions, and uh, we'll go ahead. We'll take one final break and come back with our main event: new WWE films that we want to see. We'll be right back, guys. If you're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice cold soda every now and then. But you hate the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially harmful side effects because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener Stevia and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safer soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling water, and four flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and your family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com podcast and sign up, and they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment is your main event of the podcast. Okay, guys, it is now time for our main event. New WWE films we would like to see. Or what did? how did you have it, Pat? I don't want to... I think more so they have to start. I'm sure all of yours have a particular superstar in them, correct? Yes. Uh, well, except have, for one that you hated on the other day via text that really disappointed me. I was laughing I, in the gym hysterically that I thought this was the greatest and I had to change the actor out. But other than that, <laughs> I, I know why. I know you're concerned, but I don't give a fuck. It's, it's hilarious to me. So There was a lot in that. I, I, you may have to start and lead with that if you'd like. It's not going to be my number one. I that okay. I I wanted it to be, but after it's it's the deepest one out of all of them. But uh, we'll we'll wait to get to it. Okay. Um, you want to start us off? I believe you have four, so I think you should start and uh, finish because uh, that way we balance it out. I have three. You have four. Okay. Uh, my first movie starring Zack Ryder. It's a uh, it's called Man Band, and uh. Zach attends, and, and he's actually playing himself, actually. So he attends a, a Backstreet Boys reunion concert. Uh, or it's some other, some other band because, you know, we can't get the rights to it. Uh, for some unexplained reason, big guy, I can't do it when you crumble I'm sorry. papers. I'm background. horrible at this. I don't think you could hear me moving it, but I'm, I it's apologize. Loud. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this back and be like, Jesus Christ, that's so loud. <laughs> so... Ryder attends a, uh, a a Backstreet Boys reunion concert for some unexplained reason. 
There's an unruly, weird guy in the crowd who's there with his girlfriend, and he's not happy Zach? to be there. Well, Zach, no, Zach's enjoying oh, the concert. I thought he was Zach, the weird guy. Okay. No, nah, he's not the weird guy. So he's enjoying the show, but you can see in the, uh, near the stage, there's a, there's a girl going all happy and marking out, and she's there with her boyfriend who's not having a good time. Emma? And one of the sing, one of the sing, <laughs> it's Emma. Yeah, Emma's, with, <laughs> Emma's with her new boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. No, no, so... Uh, one of the singers gives his sun his uh, sunglasses to the girl, and the, the the boyfriend gets mad and actually drags the, the singer off stage and starts beating up the one of the boy band guys. And Broski saves the day. He actually uh, he doesn't you know, have the balls to do that. He he does for he does for his boy band. So he beats up the dude. <laughs> Broski boot rough rider, but uh, the singer is so messed up that they can't complete their tour. Oh, no. And this is where this is where the movie starts to begin. Uh, the band actually let Zach take the guy's place, and he uh, he quits WWE. He joins the tour, and he, he has a happy life. And that, that's my that's my first movie. Wow. I. Uh, what's the name? Do you have a name of the movie? <laughs> uh, Man Band, starring Man Zach band. Ryder. Okay. Not a very uh, long movie, but <laughs> no, no. this is this is why i like this this is this is good all right my first movie that i chose that i had to switch the actor out is um because pat gave me such a negative feedback towards it but it's it's a movie that i really really like just because it i came up with it in the gym and it really if you know you know if you don't know you don't know wwe films presents in the hole uh, and I went with my buddy Dolph Ziggler starring in this, uh, okay. since, uh, I had to switch out actors, uh, to save face on this one. You could say who it was. Who gives a shit? Oh, I wanted John Cena because I was going to say Dolph Ziggler was my guy that I, I wanted, but WWE insisted Cena get the role. And, okay, uh, got it. Got it. And, uh, but he wasn't my number one choice. Dolph was, but that was, and you didn't seem to agree with that, but here we are, John's the actor. Um, <laughs> fuck, I got to read this with a, in a serious tone. I apologize. Um, all right, WWE in the Hole, starring John Cena. A movie about a man who seemed to have it all, beautiful wife, kids, and respected member of society, gets falsely accused of murder, and gets life in jail. During this treacherous journey, he discovers a new life of thugs, murderers, rapists, and corrupt officials, and also finds the new love of his life. (laughs) Hold on. A man named Lex, where they form an alliance and a love so deep that is bound to steal audience members' hearts in this action-slash-drama-slash-love story for the ages. It, That's not bad. WWE in the hole starring John Cena. <laughs> so it's a love story. Okay. Ah. I, thought it, I thought it was an action movie, but he just goes to jail and finds a guy. That's it. It's uh, <laughs> Take it how you will. It's, it's a movie. I love the name choice, too. That's pretty funny. It's, it's a podcast. I don't, I don't know. It's, and that's a jail term, right? I think so. All right. Scott, I can't. Oh. oh, breathe. Ah, okay, go. Sorry. Have you ever seen the movie Ladybugs? What? 
Uh, <laughs> is that the soccer movie with? Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, who's the other actor? That guy. He was in Never Ending Story, wasn't he? Uh, the, he he's... was the female, the guy, but he looks kind of feminine. Is it was it something Landis? Isn't that the guy that killed himself too? I'm Wait, sure. really? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Those uh, child actors, man. God, ah, I'm. I don't even want to know. Just tell. I don't please. I, I loved Never Ending Story as a kid. I think that's man. I, I really want to know this now. If he, uh, maybe it wasn't. Ace and um, Gary, if you could find that information out for next week's show, let's let's save that for next week's show. I don't want a downer during this. <laughs> I don't want a downer during this segment. Okay, so same kind of pre- uh, same kind of premise where, um, and yeah, it, actually he did he did kill himself. But hopefully this doesn't happen in this oh, movie. Thanks for it's, so it could star one of two people. It could star Ziggler or Tyler Breeze. So one of them. <laughs> I love how we both have wanted Ziggler in movies. All right. So they either one of them. They they can go back and forth. They play a troubled teen that uh, enrolls in a in a college and is on wrestling scholarship. Uh, they get into a little bit of trouble. That's the 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 character, which I didn't come up with a name. Uh, we, we come up with one right now. Loses his scholarship because of a uh, you know trouble he gets in, but uh, but the wrestling team is uh, threatened by losing their program because of Title Nine. Do you know what Title Nine is? No, please explain it. So Title IX is a rule that's actually affecting a lot of wrestling programs and other sports around the country where they feel that uh, you need to have the same amount of sports for women as men. So a lot of times happens is the men side is going to be heavier because there's not really women's wrestling. Yeah. So the wrestling program agrees to pay for because he lost his scholarship because he got in trouble because he's a troubled teen. Uh, the wrestling program agrees to pay his tuition if he starts a female wrestling program. So he has to compete in a wig as a woman. And uh, during the championship. Ah, I like that this is a spinoff of that Ladybugs movie because my movies are, my next two are spinoffs also. Okay. So yeah, it's a, it's a comedy, but then during the championship match, uh, the wig falls off and then the, t- <laughs> the team loses and Wait. the school shuts down. <laughs> it ends very badly. What about the bulge? I don't know, man. I didn't think this wasn't well. Little... This wasn't well thought out. I feel like in those wrestling singlets, you can't hide. They don't. Those amateur wrestlers have no way of really hide. Like because I mean, a woman, a woman for... wouldn't wear a cup. Uh, fuck, I don't know. You're gonna have to really fucking strap down for that. This is that's the only thing going through my mind right now. Like. Well, do amateur wrestlers wear jock? No, they don't. They don't wear jock straps. Right? I feel like no. they don't. I feel like I've seen images of amateur wrestlers with like erections. <laughs> what are you looking at? Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong photos, obviously. <laughs> Actually, during your match with Fox, I laughed because you took a hard buckle, and then I just kept thinking of the podcast where <laughs> we take a hard buckle, and uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Ah, these are the moments I love right here. Just, Pat, this is why I know social media, say whatever we want. I don't know what anyone says about what I say. I don't give a shit. All right. My next movie, I really, really like this one. I, and I hope you do too. (laughs) WWE Films presents Billy (laughs) starring the big show. Billy, 
a mentally handicapped giant. <laughs> don't, don't, why are you laughing? It's a sold. <laughs> God damn it. Ah, I, I told you I enjoyed this, this idea way too much. When you, you came up with this, my mind starts wandering on the most fucked up scenarios. And I'm just going to state this right now just because I love the big show. And he is a beyond talented performer and he could pull this off brilliantly, no, brilliantly knowing him. <clears throat> Billy, a mentally handicapped giant, goes through life dealing with the hardship of not only being a giant, but also mentally handicapped. Growing up in orphanages, orphanages and home to home, he eventually meets a man named Ray, Jean-Claude Van Damme, who is down <laughs> don't laugh, uh, who is down on his luck being a former MMA champion. Ray teaches Billy the basics and starts entering him into the underground street fights, into underground street fights. Billy, who was able to top Billy, who was able to tap into his childhood past uses his size to decimate the competition, allowing him and Ray to live a better life, eventually leading Billy entering the UFC where he becomes the super heavyweight champion, winning over the entire, winning over the entire world with his lovable past, uh, with his lovable post-fight interviews and heroic story. WWE Films presents Billy, starring The Big Show. Man, you're kicking my ass in this. This is pretty good. Fuck. This is... I, I was hoping you were going to like that one. That, 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 was, that was a good one. Um, my next one, I have more premise. I should have wrote it like a coming soon kind of thing. Have you seen The Nutty Professor? I have. Who hasn't? Okay, so obviously Eddie Murphy. So I have The Nutty Promoter starring Vince McMahon. And it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's exactly like the movie. It makes no sense. He uh, Like the product? He drinks a protein shake and he loses all of his muscle and he turns into a, a, a almost a normal skinny man. Now, st- here's, here's the twist. Stephanie, Shane, Hunter, Linda, they're all in the movie, but everyone in the movie is played by Vince. <laughs> <laughs> There's not one other actor, no, but, right. but Vince, that's, the, that's you, the whole thing. I wish I wasn't taking a big sip of during that. Jesus. <laughs> uh. That's really all there is to it. He, <laughs> I don't need to hear anything else other than that. <laughs> Just Vince playing all the roles <laughs> oh i would i would pay good money to watch that the nutty promoter all right i'm not gonna lie usually i can keep a straight face pretty good i have trouble during these because they're so ridiculous and Mm. uh this my number one movie is, is is extremely ridiculous all right my number one film, my new WWE films uh, that I want to see is WWE Films Presents The Mark. It's a spinoff, a spinoff of The Fan with Robert De Niro, if you've ever sure. seen it. Yeah. All right. Starring Roman Reigns and Jack Black. An obsessed WWE fan of Roman Reigns attends every show Roman is on. <laughs> he dresses normal and even uh, brings his wife and kids occasionally. Slowly, his obsession with Rain starts with him wearing just the glove, but eventually leads 
Tim copying Roman's exact look. <sighs> when that doesn't satiate his appetite, satiate his appetite, he moves his family to Roman's hometown. The story thickens when his obsession ruins his marriage and he is forced to get an apartment alone just minutes from Roman's empire. Eventually leading him to meeting Roman at the airport, drugging him, taking him hostage where he keeps him in a cage. The ultimate suspense slash drama where Jack Black believes he has become Roman Reigns and attends a WWE live event while Roman is locked away in a cage as Roman but he is denied access and eventually arrested. What happens next? Stay tuned. Summer 2019. The Mark. Ah, fuck, that would be good. I kind of like that. I pictured, <laughs> I my whole my whole thing is I pictured Jack Black as Roman during the, and it, it's so believable. With like, yeah, the bla- that's... I, like the Hogan Black fucking face paint, fucking mm-hmm. beard, and like he grows his hair out, and he did Lucha, Nacho Libre, I don't know why, but I feel like the mark could really, really be a big blockbuster hit. That's not, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. I don't know if I have faith in my last one, but I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. Hey, this is it, win or lose. It doesn't matter, Pat. So you did all yours, right? Or no? I'm done. Done. Okay, that was damn. That was good. So my last one could be a dud. I call it wrestling with the blues. Undertaker plays himself and he finally retires from wrestling, but he becomes very sad and bored and, and doesn't know what to do with his time being this, you know, having the career he had, but he's, he's trying to find a new thing to do. Shawn Michaels playing himself as well <laughs> con- convinces him to invest in this huge business opportunity. Uh, I don't know what that business opportunity is, but they all lose all their money. I wish I wish you had thought this a little. I wish you had a business opportunity. <laughs> I'm sorry. Feed me more nutrition. Sort of- feed, feed me more nutrition. <laughs> that works perfectly. So they all invest in yeah. feed me more nutrition. Perfect. Well, it kind of like Rocky Five. Remember Rocky Guys, Five that was or- a joke, by the way. I'm making a shit ton of money, seriously. Because <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, he's struggling. I'm fucking doing really well. Okay, keep going. You remember Rocky Five when all of a sudden, like, they're just sitting there and they just tell Rocky, Paulie lost all your money in some bad investments. And he's like, oh, no. And they just have to move back to the shitty house and fill it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. Really quick, not thought through all the way, but they just got to where they needed to go for the movie's sake. Yeah, it just happens really quickly. And yeah. they're both really down and out. They're all they're sitting in Sean's garage. Sean and Taker are poor. Nothing nothing to lose. They have, they've lost it all. So uh, they're kind of just sitting in Sean's garage, you know, kind of confiding in each other and trying to figure out something. And for some reason, there's a there's a guitar there, and uh, <laughs> Taker picks it up, and apparently he's quite quite the guitarist, and just starts playing a tune. And Sean, in his gospel, you know, new ways, starts singing, and they form a Christian rock group, and uh, they start start selling out arenas slowly across the country as they form the whole movie's about the formation of this new life this new christian rock group and uh kane becomes the drummer as well and uh <laughs> i love kane coming becoming into this movie too just to help out kane and by the way kane is really well off in this movie because he's made really good financial decisions he's keeping them afloat yeah he's uh he's helping them with some of the band costs he pays and for the hotels some- and the travel every week yeah, he takes care of their schedule, you know, gets some, you know, and there, there's some tension in the bands, but, you know, they just start, they, they, they form this Christian rock group and they, they just start, the, the last scene of the movie is just they're jamming out on stage, 
in front of a in front of a packed house and they look at each other like wow we made it we we we, we did this and uh that's it wow <laughs> the only thing going through my mind right now is i'm curious if taker and sean got together and just for one time only build a gospel rock fucking band concert with them too how mm-hmm. well they would do i feel like i, I think they could get 5000 people yeah that's what i said. i think they would and i th- Pat, they could shit the bed. Just it's, and they would. And but who cares? <laughs> but Kane, they're on drums, and it's just the. But they have two hours of entertainment, and just holy shit! I feel like yeah, five thousand. I would be comfortable. I would advertise that. Yeah, I'd want to see that. Why not? Wow, that's man. I really enjoyed tonight's main event. I hope our listeners did. <laughs> Let us know which one, which movie you want to see on the old CWTBG Twitter. Uh, that's all I got for for now. I'm Buck Never Stops across all platforms. At Ryback22 on Twitter, the big guy, Ryback22 on Instagram, Ryback247 on Snapchat. Thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Yeah.